Tiger Revenge, brought to you by... Warning, you are now entering the Blue Tiger 10, the intellectual dark web of comic book podcasting. Revenge is upon you. Hit the music. That's right. It's Christmas time. It's the holidays. The snow is falling. And can you smell what the Blue Tiger Revenge is cooking? I can. <laughs> this is the place where comics, something culture, and culture, something comics. Yep. I am comic book creator Tad Galusha. And with me is the man, the myth. Some think he's. Uh, the Forbidden Santa. At least that's what they call him in his calendar pose. Nope. He is the king of beards. Big Brian Bales. How's it going, Big Brian? It's going good. It's going good. <laughs> we just did a little uh, Christmas exchange. Yeah. How are you feeling about it? I, f- I feel great. I feel like you're the one. You're the one. <laughs> I'm the one? <laughs> you're the one who might have got shafted a little bit. I was like. <laughs> no. No. All my dreams have come true because I have uh, Dwayne the Pot Johnson. That's uh, right. And, and if you folks have, are wondering what we're talking about, uh, there's a video on the Substack that you can go check out um, to see to see us opening our gifts. It's pretty great. My what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I think I I think I just laughed the entire time. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. It's pretty epic. Christmas. Uh, this is the first Christmas gift I've actually opened this year. Same. And so, it's set. Uh, I'm hoping it sets off a wonderful chain reaction of, of, of joy and fulfillment and greed. And it'll be. I can't wait. <laughs> greed. Of course, can't can't <laughs> leave greed. that part out. <laughs> I, you know, I don't care anybody. Any time around Christmas, uh, whenever I start, you know, it's Christmas morning. You go yeah. open presents with friends, family, whatever. Get a little like you're like what? What's coming? What's coming? <laughs> what I get. Yeah. 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 Well. I, yeah. I always love that. I know it's not. You're not supposed to admit that, but hey, you know that's part of it. I like my. I love giving gifts. Um, okay, Mister High Road. All right. Oh, I right. love getting. Trust me, I love getting them, but I I love I like to give them too because it's fun. Yeah, well, speaking of, you know, you kind of gave yourself a, a little bit of an early gift uh, from the Todd father. From the, from I I'm did, hearing. I did. Yeah, it, it it'll it'll be here tomorrow. Um, a couple of the books that I picked up at uh, Rose City Comic Con: Incredible Hulk three forty, Batman four twenty three. Um, I sent to CGC. Also, Matt sent three books over to him too to get signed because uh, McFarlane uh, was doing it. The Todd father is doing a signing. So he signed half of his books uh, last finished up last week, and then he's coming back after the holidays to finish the second half. Uh, and okay. my two will be here tomorrow, so I'm very excited to get them in my hands. Um, 
Wow. Yeah, I'll post pictures. Well, you you all you all will see the photos of them when uh, when they get here. Yeah, yeah. So I figure we get right into it. There's a couple things that we were actually just talking about a subject. Speaking of the Rock, and I don't know if we want to get into that yet, but eh, maybe we should. Well, okay. I think uh, we could we could start. Why don't we can just start with uh, with just kind of the uh, DCU as a whole with. Uh, oh yeah, the, break that down. I always skip over that stuff. The you know, I don't major shakeups, you know, that are happening. Yeah. Um, you know, Black Adam. So what exactly is going on with the DC universe in terms of film? I guess because like there's people left, people are staying. What's going on? Well, we don't know much right now. I will say I appreciate uh, James Gunn's willingness to get on Twitter and just kind of let folks know what's going on. Uh, that's actually been pretty nice. Um, he he's now taking over pretty him much. and him and producer Peter Safran have taken over. They're like the Kevin Feige of DC now. So they're okay. they're green lighting and all of the projects. It's their plan. They just put a like a ten year plan out um, that he's yeah. gonna, that they're going to start revealing to the people here. I think he's going to start revealing projects next month. Um, the biggest kind of the biggest reveal that happened um, was that he had a meeting with Henry Cavill and said, hey, uh, I am writing a Superman movie right now, but it's for a younger version of the character. So your services are no longer required, um, That's which understandable. It, I get it. But I know it, it's, it, I know I it, know you're, you know. It hurts. I love. I'm. I'm. J- yeah. I'm just such a big Henry Cavill fan, and I love him as the character. Um, and like he got brought back in a Dwayne Johnson power play in Black Adam to get people to watch the movie, um, and then the movie flopped, right? And so then, of course, like if that movie would have made, like, done really, really well, I guarantee you they would have kept Cavill moving forward. Uh, to well, like we said on a past episode, um. The best part of the movie cannot be the 10 second end credit scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. And, you know, I'm not trying to bag on that movie. Was it good? No. Did I enjoy it? Yeah. I I enjoyed quite a bit of it. I, you know, it was a, it was fun, but it was definitely like uh, a, a basic Dwayne Johnson movie to where like just kind yeah. of everything was the same. There was no stakes in the movie at all. He never like got hurt in the fight, which, uh, you know, in any of the fights, he just kind of breezed through them and just killed everybody, which you want to, you want to see them struggle at some point, And there really wasn't a struggle. Um, yeah. I mean, like in man of steel, was it, you know, like, he had, know, his, he had, had his like, storytelling problems, but from an action standpoint, like, dude, you thought Zod was going to, ki- I mean, like, you're just like, there's no way Clark's getting out of this man. Yeah, Like, <laughs> right. like every character, he's like a farm boy going up against like trained, elite like soldier like intergalactic soldiers yeah like once they once they figured out their their powers you were like oh he's 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 done you know yeah um, yeah exactly like it yeah i mean it's kind of farm strength saved him. yeah <laughs> <laughs> right 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 um so that was kind of the big thing wonder woman got canceled uh wonder woman 3 got canceled which let's be honest i'm not upset about it um no, I mean, who knows what direction yeah, it's going to go. You know, I, I don't think that Gal Gadot is done playing Wonder Woman. I just think sure. I think that the script wasn't up to par. And Yeah, I mean, the 84 was not. No. 
I mean, I get people wanting to like really rally the the wagons around it, you know. It, it wasn't like, a good movie. It it was it not, just it wasn't. I yeah. as much as I wanted it to be, and upset I am that they wasted Pedro Pascal. Um, it wasn't a good movie. Yeah, and it. I mean, like my biggest my biggest problem with that film was just as much as I hate it because I don't like I really don't like criticizing just uh, individuals on sure. their artistic abilities. And but it really showed like Gal Gadot's like holes as an act. Like she doesn't have a lot of chops as an actress. Right. Right. Um, and it really, really showed like when, you know, those scenes where she had to, mo- she's really good at like looking cool, you know, yeah. like, in a you know, like we saw her like, like kind of like the rock, stuff like honestly. That. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, yeah, yeah. It, it's one of those where uh, it, it it has to do more than just look good. You know what I mean? Like there has to be more to it. Yeah. And even like with 84, a lot of parts didn't look good. Like that yeah. cheetah fight scene at the end was just like, what are we? Is it 2003? Yeah. Is this the yeah. Daredevil movie yeah, yeah, with exactly. Ben Affleck? What's going on? And like, and well, that's actually one of the interesting things. Uh, James Gunn said he actually met with Ben Affleck about him directing a project but just finding the right project for him to direct, which I think would be pretty cool. Um, yeah. And I think that's better suited to Ben Affleck's skills at this point. Like you look at his record as a director is like, you could make an argument that he is a far late at this stage in his career. He's a much more successful storyteller as a director. I agree. Than he is necessarily as an actor. I don't like, disagree And I don't know that. if that's contractual type stuff, you know, like sure. these actors are just like, okay, three for the company, one for me, that sort of thing. That's what they, and that's what they do, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, so that's interesting. I know that uh, Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot both shot scenes for the upcoming flash movie and they both, both of them got cut. Uh, now, so they won't be in the movie going forward. Um, Let's be honest; they should just cut that whole Flash movie because things are not haven't that that has aged like um, like a septic tank. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so it, it's going to be interesting moving forward, right? Like on one hand, it doesn't make me sad that Cavill's not going to be around. It really does. But then also, what if in like. 10 years, you know, or five years, they say, hey, let's do a Crisis on Infinite Earths movie and bring him in or a Kingdom Come movie. And then you could kind of bring that cast back to, uh, you know, bring back in Affleck when he's gray and bring in Henry Cavill and do like an older version of the characters. Um, that would be kind of cool. Is it going to happen? Who kn- who knows? Probably not. I mean, but... they just... <sighs> I guess my thing is, I think it's, it's, I know I saw a lot of pushback from even like some of the people, like some friends of ours yeah. on like, uh, online and stuff that were like, uh, bashing it and bashing James Gunn, everything will be a joke. But I was like, yeah, that's but, a worry. I that's, mean, like, that's definitely a worry that I have. Um, I, I yeah, don't, you don't, you don't want to, like, oh, you, you don't want to see, uh, Superman ending a movie with a dance off to, to like weird seventies yacht rock, which it's great for some things, but it's not great. It doesn't Definitely. fit for everything. And James Gunn, I really haven't seen him like do a movie where that's not the tone, right? Have you seen any of his older movies? I've seen Slither. I've seen uh, Slither doesn't have that tone. Like it's, it's a little. It's got a little goofy. bit. Of, it's got a little bit of the goofiness. You know, I liked Slither though. Yeah. Slither was a cool movie. I, I um, it was awesome. Yeah. You know the the thing like. I just I don't know how much I trust him as like crafting his own stories. 
Um, well, the, I don't think he's uh, he's I, writing I, this. Putting, he's writing the Superman movie. Yeah, I, I guess, and that could be really interesting. A young super, like if we go, like if it's a Smallville or something. It's not, like, so it's really, not going to really be an origin movie. Like he'll already be Superman, at, which is good. We don't yeah. need it. You don't need another Superman origin movie. Just like you don't need a Batman or a Spider Man origin movie, right? Right. Like right. at this point, but we all it know. Could be, yeah, I, I don't know. Like. I get people's concern, but at the same time, it's like the model that you had before didn't work was you can't have three hour music videos of just characters posing yeah. to, you know, I look agree. in the rain that doesn't. I agree. Yes, and I like those movies and I agree with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, like there's a reason why those it didn't work. Just it didn't. didn't work. It worked for like a very like a select few people. But you have to be able to uh, work for the masses, you know? Yeah. And like there was a few. DC movies that did really well individually, like Joker and Batman. Aquaman. You know, Aquaman made over a billion dollars, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, especially when you go back and rewatch a movie. It's fun. Um, it's fun. Is it good? That's no, yeah. but it's fun. Which is fun. Yeah. I'm fine with like not a, you know it's Aquaman. It doesn't need to be, you know, yeah, some sort of Oscar worthy like Scorsese oh, movie. No, you know, no, no. Um, I thought it was I great meant, for what like, it was. There was some good things that came out of it yeah out of, you know but like i mean like you could argue like probably their most you know like joker was probably their most like noteworthy in terms of like uh sure. critical success sure and um you know what that was because they brought in you know they brought they brought in outside people outside the yeah. i guess would you say the uh, the big box version yeah of the franchise you know and like i think you need to have all that like humor and stuff and wit you know you, and he's uh, if you're going to get the families, cause that's where all the money's at, you know, if you're going to sure, have sure. kids and all that, but I, I don't know. I think James Gunn, it seems like, I don't know what kind of stuff he produces outside yeah. of, Listen, I'd have to look more into that. I support him. You know, I'm, I'm all in, you know, just because of the big DC fan that I am. Um, sure. so like, I mean, what was it? What was, uh, peace was his name? Peacemaker. Peacemaker was amazing. I loved Peacemaker, but yeah. you can't do like, that's his tone. Like that's what he does best. And so that's my right. concern. Right. Um, probably his best superhero movie was guardians. Right. I think we can all, you know, yeah. I think, and he didn't, he didn't, he took that script from some, that script was written by somebody else. Um, and that he yeah, came think- and did a pass at it. So he he was I, I the sole. Take with, oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say. I guess my take with James Gunn is like I think he knows his strengths and plays to them well. Yeah. Where in the past, not knocking, I guess other directors sure. and stuff that've been brought in, but they were people that were proven to be kind of, I want to say like, you know what you're gonna get. Yeah, with, it's style over exactly. substance, right? Yeah, sure. and there's a reason why those movies aren't didn't age well sucker punch let's just be honest people look like that's like how did that even fucking get made you know what i mean like yeah i mean i would also argue you know that you can like you know of the of a full body of work you can like some of it and then not like others and oh yeah yeah sure definitely i just mean more of like it, you know, it's like you they almost had like the Michael Bay formula where it yeah. was just like, let's just throw more at it. Yeah. And just go like create. But like, who gives a shit? It'll about be the story? Like, I'll say this. It'll be nice to see um, a, a division like it'll be nice to see DC and James Gunn and Peter Safran craft something um, of their own vision. Right. Because in and, and then without yeah. all of the different 
and chaos and going on in the background. Bring in, bring in actual like comic writers. Yeah, that would. I mean, yeah, that would be really great. I know James Gunn is a comic book fan. Um, yeah. So I, I think that's going to help because in the past you didn't have that. Right. You know, you didn't have guys that were like lifelong fans of this. It was just they were people be, that were like, oh, yeah. I, and I kind of want to get into that. That uh, speaking of the the we mentioned the Rock the yes. DC. And I had mentioned we're, today we were talking about The Rock, and I was saying like out of everybody who's kind of taken a hit, uh, who is like beloved this year, um, it's well, The Rock, man. I, He's lost some points this last couple months, I, man. It's, he didn't Black have Adam any grace. Really, he didn't have any what? grace, and he tried like he tried his power play. He wanted to be the centerpiece of the DC universe going forward, which. Hey, you want to be Superman, dude? I don't, I don't, really I don't, I don't blame the guy. I mean, if you look at like his past movie success, there was no reason to think why that wouldn't have happened, but it sure. didn't. It didn't happen, and instead of like owning it, he you know tried to make power plays of like, all right, I'm bringing in Henry Cavill, I'm going around. Which, hey, I love it. We got to see him one more time, Rock. So thank you for that. But also, you kind of screwed the pooch there because that was also with that uh with that movie failing that was also the nail in his coffin as well um yeah but his social media stuff he just like he's just really showed like how he didn't never gave a shit about the characters or anything it was no. all about just the money but like you know like if, if he, you'd followed the rock for a while you kind of knew that yeah. like that was kind of the joke about the rock like and then like the ufc shoe deal came out yeah which if people don't know about that look into that yeah like, he he made know. a big deal about how um Oh, this is great! It's for the fighters and yada yada yada. But they don't get any share of any yet, of the they shoes. They were required to to wear his merch and shit, you yeah. know, during pay per views and all that. And it, it's like, if you look back, like, and that's always, I guess, been my kind of issue with the Rock. Like, I've always been like lukewarm on. Like, I like it. Like, he's entertaining, right? And sure. Some of, his, some of his movies are okay, but for the most part, it's like everything's done just for 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 the buck and then you know well, you look like, at you look at the other stuff too like so when the reports came out that like black adam didn't do well and was going to lose money he like tried to like do these weird spins about how oh no this is how we're make this is it's it's actually making a profit and here's why and you guys have to yeah. remember you know uh this is a first time character that people don't know about uh captain america only made this much only made this much money you know back in 2011 when there wasn't the superhero craze and you weren't and chris right. evans was not the biggest name in entertainment like come yeah. on man like you're just yeah like own it you, own it how much money did you make did you i mean you probably made like stupid money just off of for sure i mean and then i mean yeah i mean and even had they even had the entire like dc publishing world behind them where they put him on like every cover yeah. for the, a month or something yeah. you know it was just one of those really like not every cover, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I know, all just... the main, all the mainstream books was like had had the Rock as Black Adam on it, and it was it's it's more of like be humble. If the movie didn't work, you say, "Hey, we gave it our best. I tried really hard to to make something, and it didn't resonate. So that's something that we're gonna have to look at. You know, if we want to make more of these." Yeah, and then he kind of tried to go after like Black Panther, which you're like, dude, Black Panther represents so much more than just a comic book movie. Yeah, um, like it's yeah. more of like a cultural like piece for yeah. this time. Yeah, and I, you know, I had a uh, one of the things I was kind of talking about is um, like when we, before we started recording was that what's interesting is I think in kind of this post-Trumpian America, like 
the bullshit kind of stinks a little. Whether you're not, and I'm not making this like a political statement. Sure, but it's just I think bullshit stick stinks a little, a little stronger now. Yeah, uh, especially yeah. when you start posting shit on social media and like, I hate to say, man, but like the Rock's been posting some stinky shit. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he really has been. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I yeah, I lost I lost a ton of respect over over this stuff you know and it it, it just kind of makes you realize you know you think back to like the fast and the furious fast and furious feud that he had with like all of the castmates who were like saying oh no he's selfish like he's only looking out for himself doing these spinoffs and doing doing this and that and then you see this with how it's kind of played out with black Every, adam everybody's fault everybody's and, fault and it's like huh huh yeah maybe they were What's right they don't want to say like, well, maybe we just, you know, we misjudged and made a movie that just wasn't, you know, up to we what the people's expectations. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, and like, I hate to bring it back to Henry Cavill. If you ask him about like Batman v Superman or the weed and justice league, he was like, Hey, we missed the mark. That's what he said. He's like, we missed the you, mark. That's all you can say as a creator. Like you don't, you put something out. Nobody tries to make anything bad. I mean, that's the th- what my one thing with the rock is like, for all the box office success he has, dude makes a lot of fucking bad movies. You know and, what I mean? Like, and, it, not, and it's fine yeah. because he's entertaining and he does a good job. Yeah. But at some point, that same formula gets old, and yeah. he's never he's never worked with a director who will challenge him, who will. Who, who, he did early in his career. He was in a Cohen, Cohen Brothers movie in a oh, small that's part. Right. That's and, right. Yeah, where he played like um I think he played like a gay bouncer or something oh, yeah. like that. Oh, wasn't that uh oh, what was that movie? It was the sequel to Get Shorty, wasn't it? Um No, no, it was I don't think so. Hmm. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Was was it Burn After Re? No, it wasn't Burn no. After Re. Anyways, it doesn't matter. I can't remember what yeah, it was. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um Brian's looking up right now. I am. Uh Yeah, you you might be right. I can't remember. Anyways, um I know exactly like, what you're talking about though. Yeah, that was the only time where you're like, "Oh, dude, the rock the rock's got might have some acting chops like this is right this is interesting it's the only time where i ever watched so, and, and that's just my personal take it was the only time where i watched him i was like oh wow he's like showing that he's got like you know uh he's a, he can be a versatile actor he can play like different things where usually he just kind of plays like you know mm-hmm. i'm the smoldering good big guy with muscles you know exactly and, like, i'll work in my eyebrow and maybe i'll do the rock bottom in an action scene on yeah, somebody be cool be cool. That's the, be sequ- cool. That's the, the sequel, sequel to Get Shorty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's Coen Brothers, right? Uh, F. Gary Gray was the director of that. Okay, it was way off. I thought it was yeah. Coen Brothers. Yeah, but I know, off. like, yeah. I knew what you were talking about. But yeah, I mean, again, he when he makes these big movies like this, like he gets, it's his production company. He gets his team, his writers, mm-hmm. his director. You know, nobody there who's going to tell him no. Nobody there who's going to challenge like, ah, this scene doesn't work, Rock. You know, they just say, oh, yeah. you're the greatest, you know. And you can't, nobody is successful when they have those types of people around him. So yeah. he, if he wants to be like, if he wants to learn and grow from this experience, which he probably doesn't because he's counting his millions of dollars that he's made. Um, oh, dude, he, dude he, let's be honest. He'll be a billionaire in the next 10 years probably yeah and he's but got political aspirations like should, we already know yeah. he's been testing the waters i yeah. guarantee in like 15 years 
he's going to run for oh, some for sure. kind of like major, whether it's governor or president or both. I don't know. I can totally yeah. see it happening. But he needs to work with a director that's not one of his cherry picked guys. He needs to work with like a big deal director who will who will push back. I- yeah, I mean, if that's what's actually going on, I, you know, like if he's that involved or is he just, you know, I mean, well, I guess unless you're working. We're never going to know. Set, this is all, never going to yeah, This is speculation. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it, it makes me just wonder, does does he take do acting classes or any of that kind of stuff? You know, does he because I mean, will we ever see him with like real big name actors? You know what I mean? Biggest one he had was Emily Blunt on Jungle Cruise. I would, I think, she's yeah, and that was like a Disney thing. I mean, like yeah. he probably like plays ball with Disney. You know, a lot of his movies are Disney. Yeah, you know, finance productions. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I, I would be curious. I would, yeah, I, I would be really curious to see how many of his movies actually do well versus do poor, and because they're all none of them. No one goes to his movies like you said for. They they don't go for the, the movie. They go for the yeah. Rock. You go for the yeah. rock, and you and you expect the yeah. rock to entertain you, which normally he does. You know, um, yeah. I'd, maybe Jumanji would be one of the only ones where like yeah, the, Kevin Hart, Jack Black, pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty big. Where it was a pretty. I mean, and then the sequel they had Danny Glover and um, yeah, was it was it uh, Danny DeVito? Yep. Um, to yeah. the great Dannys of the eighties. Yeah. You know, uh, and, and so, today, uh, let's be honest. And today and today. Yeah. yeah. Glover, not so much. I think he's a bit older, but Danny DeVito, I, I mean, mean, dude, that guy's aged like wine. He can do right. no wrong. He can he's, do no wrong. Yeah. You could argue like the rock. He should bend the knee. He like, should. <laughs> to the shrine of DeVito. It, what's it, funny is I think the rock is, is where I think he's a lot better in comedic roles. Yeah, I mean, you know? he, he he's he does good, and I mean, but th- that isn't that those are the movies that do really well, right? Yeah, movies that are um, yep, you know, action, adventure, comedy. They yeah. they they hit everything for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so, but I don't know. You know, back to back to DC, back to James Gunn. Um, I I get it. I get why they're kind of starting fresh. I don't think they're going to start a hundred percent fresh. I think that they're going to do a soft reboot. Um, and like, well, they're not going to get rid of the James Gunn stuff. N- no, they're not like, like all the, like the suicide squad cast is, is going to stick around. Um, he's, he kind of yeah. said, who told you that we're getting rid of gal? Like we never, we never said that. So I'll be curious. And, um, so I'll be curious to see kind of who they keep and who they recast. Obviously we know they're going to have a new, uh, Batman. They're going to have a new Superman, um, yeah. and we'll kind of go from there because the, uh, Pattinson movie, the, those are their own thing and they're staying in their own yeah, universe, Pattinson which I'm fine with. I don't, I don't become like, he's, he's like an actor's actor at this yeah. point. I think like he's really kind of jumped the whole twilight shark and, for sure. You know, and like, I didn't care for that movie, but, uh, Batman. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, it wasn't for me, but I'll dude, watch the sequel. I'll watch the sequel. Um, I'll watch him as long as they make Batman movies. I'm going to go see Batman movies. I mean, that's just kind of the way that I am. Um, definitely, definitely. But I'll be curious to kind of see who they cast moving forward for the DCU Superman and Batman. Yeah. I and mean, I know that kind of out. stuff like, 
that stuff is like your bread and butter. That's I love it, very, man. I love them all. Yeah. Sh- I, that you know, I love them sharing the world, the world together. You know, I don't need. That was my biggest gripe with the Batman. I don't need a realistic Batman. I don't want a realistic Batman. I want Batman like Chip Zdarsky just wrote him in uh, in in George Jimenez in Batman one thirty, uh, where he fell from okay. the moon and just got oh up. Oh my god! It is it's, it's ridiculous, but awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's ridiculous, but awesome. You know, yeah. That's what I want to see for my Batman. You you like. Batman having bat shark repellent in his of course. Belt. Let's just be honest. I do. Okay. I do. That's yeah. I do. Um. And I think yeah. And I think there's a place for both. I think you can have both. You know. Um, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, it's just like okay, they you know the the big news right now. Well, not big news, but like you people are waiting with anticipation because there's the new Deadpool movie is in production, right? And both movies did great and were fun yeah. movies. But the third one has Wolverine in it, oh, which means wait. Hugh Jackman's coming back. Like, you know that that's going to have a ton of humor, but it's also going to be gory as hell. It's like, gonna it's going to be very it's much be, in yeah, the, oh, like, yeah. uh, James Gunn vein. And um, if you're not going to it for that, then, like, you want, like, a Logan movie? Like, dude, like... Uh, I don't. Sign up we had it. I loved it. Um, but that's its own thing, you know? Um yeah. I I also but I also hope I don't want to see Wolverine being goofy. You know what I mean? You you won't. They'll play he'll be the straight man. I, I want him It'll to be, be just completely yeah. deadpan serious with, you know, Deadpool making fun of him the whole time. They'll do the classic odd couple yeah. with it where he'll be the straight man and uh, you know, straight man. We've got to think of a better term for that though. What do you mean? I don't know. Oh, like I wasn't t- I know. I wasn't talking sexually. I'm talking about sexual orientation. I, know. I mean, I think Deadpool is going to be hitting on him the entire 100%. time. 100%. I mean, I I'm can't terrible. blame him. I can't blame him, you know. Yeah. I would be too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it'll be good. But, hey, you know, you're, you're sleeping on this one. There's potential now for one thing with this whole DC Universe shakeup that all you okay, all you comic nerds are all flustered about. My main man. Oh yeah, he's had the most successful TV show on the planet. He could bring back. We could get back in the cage. Cage wearing the cape. That's right. Oh, it's never gonna happen. Stop the it. Superman, Nicholas Cage, Superman. It's coming. If he's writing yeah. a movie about a young Superman, Nick Cage isn't your guy. It could be old Superman having flashbacks. And okay. Oh, there you go. They, I'd be you in. know what? I don't even care. Nick Cage in high school as <laughs> Superboy. It's fine. <laughs> Tim Burton could pull it off. He could. Oh, he could. Um, well, I, I when you say when you're saying the main man, I thought you were talking about Lobo because I guarantee you there's going to be a Lobo movie coming. Well, there was talks apparently, or not talks, but there's some rumors floating around. But uh, I know Reddit's been a buzz with uh, Momoa leaving Aquaman for. Lobo. Lobo, which I mean, dude, the guy I'm was in. like, he was literally made. To well, that's play his, that. and that's his dream role. That's his dream role. That's what he wants to play. Yeah, isn't um, he a big Lobo fan? Like, does oh, he yeah. read Lobo comics or oh, something yeah. like that? Yeah. I mean, and like when you see him in interviews, like he kind of, he's such a goofy, weird guy. Like, he'd be perfect for it, man. He would. I would love it. James Gunn directing that? Like, I'd be in. Or writing I, it? I'd or be in. I yeah. don't care. Oh, man. Yeah, bring yeah. bring Beasley to do the movie posters. Let's go. Well, well, they won't do that. I know. They're, 
they're gonna photoshop it to hell like they always do god I damn know. but we can help but we can, there's hope there's a new hope oh oh yeah i don't i don't even know what's going on with star wars i don't either it's fine it's fine hey, you know what though take a little trip to the trailer park just for a hot second okay okay what do you got for me have you seen the trailer for 65? Oh, of course I have. <laughs> How could I have not? So, folks, if you haven't, there's a trailer for this movie called 65. It's got, speaking of Star Wars, it's got, uh, what's his name? Adam Driver. Adam Driver, yeah, of, I mean, played some Sith Lord or something. Kylo Ren. Well, he's also a former Kylo Marine. Uh, Adam Driver is. There we go. Yeah. 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 And so, and he did uh, some kind of weird commercial that I saw where he was running on the beach with a horse. It was weird, but yeah. I thought he, I was, he also I was has a him. he also has a, a nonprofit called Arts in the Armed Forces, where he gets uh, uh, military veterans connected to the arts, which is what I do for work. So I'm trying to meet oh. you, Adam Driver. Like, let's do some business, my man. How about just come on the podcast and let's talk 65? Now, I've been deep diving on 60 because 65 is basically it's. 65 million years ago, a spaceship crash lands on planet Earth, Earth, possibly. But they think it's an alien planet. They think it's an alien planet because it's a human. And there's only one survivor in the crash, a little girl. Yep. Adam Driver ha- is trying to basically like traverse the terrain with this little girl in this primeval uh, prehistoric forest and we got like t-rexes now i did some deep diving because there's you know, okay you showed okay. Some, a bunch of dinosaurs in yeah the real fast though they don't really show you dinosaurs are a little weird people were like freeze frame now and they're going like now were these just done like what hollywood does where they're like ah dinosaurs aren't cool enough let's just make them into like crazy monsters right that could be but there's still some people that are theorizing that it could be 65 million years after the original 65 million year extinction or after the extinction oh. of the humans. So it's like, like the earth has gone into a cycle, right? That would actually be pretty cool. It'd be very cool because you know, then it, because the dinosaurs look a little different. Some people were saying, Oh, maybe the dinosaurs were made some of this, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. but uh, cause there's a couple clips where you're like, Oh, it's a T-Rex. Oh, but it looks more like a V-Rex from the King, from King Kong, the Peter Jackson, King Kong. Mm-hmm. But then there was a clip where there was it looked like a T-Rex, but it had three fingers. So you're like, that's odd. That doesn't make any sense. And then even like some of the they show some raptors that look strange. They, they just they look a little off, a little weird. Yeah. Um, You'd think with by t- they would have like feathered them or done something. They don't even look like Jurassic Park rips. They look I don't know. I, I kept thinking like, oh, maybe it's a Truodon, which uh, folks, if you don't know what that is, it's like a a type of raptor that. They speculated there's a theory run around in the late 80s, early 90s that Trudon, because it has such a large uh, brain cavity, that it had it not like, you know, whatever the mass extinction at that time, it would have evolved to been humans. There's some really weird uh, art renditions of what the Trudon would have evolved into to be like a human esque looking oh, uh, cool animal. It's very cool. Um, but yeah, so I think there's something else going on. I think there's another sci-fi element, but I love one of my favorite concepts as a kid was the sci-fi story of humans crash landing on a prehistoric planet. Mm-hmm. Like it's been, you know, Ray, I think Ray, um, 
what's his name? Ray Bradbury, I think wrote a couple stories like that. Yeah. Um, there was a movie in the seventies called Planet of the dinosaurs, really bad, totally worth your time. Imagine oh, if you had, you just basically cast a bunch of porn stars to be in like a bad seventies. Count like, me like in. Movie. Count it's me awesome. in. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, this looks like a really cool – like, we don't get movies like this very often. Like no. It's its own thing. It's kind of unique. You know, there's – Everyone complaining, Hollywood doesn't do anything original anymore. Well, then you better go fucking see this movie. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because the few times they do shit like this, it doesn't ever do – there was another movie called um, – was it Pathfinder? Maybe not Pathfinder. There was a movie about where a human crash lands on Earth from space, and it's like in the time of the Vikings, and he's actually uh, he's housing a um, a like they've off in space. They've been waging war against these like basically they're not dinosaurs, but they're like these like reptilian like creatures that have bioluminescence, and it escapes his ship. Yeah. So he basically is working with the Vikings to recover his ship so they can forge weapons that can actually cut through this like alien creature's skin. And this movie came out, I want to say in like, uh, like 2005 or something like that. I, th- I want to say it was called Pathfinder, but I, I might be wrong. Mm. Um, I, I'm not sure. Def- I haven't heard of it. It's awesome sci-fi movie, but it was one of those is in the theaters. Yeah. Bombed. Was, so, you know, they went to DVD like shortly after. I Do remember, I think uh, this movie's going to bomb? I uh... Probably, Probably, but it looks fucking cool. It looks like, great. And you know what? Adam Driver is always, he's a guy who gets butts and seats, so. He does good movies, though. That's yeah. the big thing with yeah. him. Like, he doesn't do a lot of, well, we'll just not talk about Star Wars. Uh, yeah. But he does, other than that, he does a lot of, like, good movies. Like, uh, you know, his last few flicks have been really cool, even if, you know, even, like, his dramas and stuff. Like, he's a good actor. Yeah, he's a great so, actor, for sure. I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, for me, like I'd rather go see this than any of the, you know, whatever holiday fucking trash that's coming out, like Avatar. I gotta be honest, pa- man. I'm I'm Papyrus. Papyrus font. I'm I'm very uh interested in Avatar. It's piqued my interest. It, it looks interesting. I I don't like I've heard <laughs> good things i've heard I've, uh, nobody's i haven't heard anybody say like it's trash yeah um, i've I, heard people say oh you know it's not as good as the first one but uh, you know it's fun um and my big thing is like we don't know how cameron is like you know james cameron is, his personality he's oh, also we, used to being like when i do a movie it's it an event records yeah. it's a cultural event yeah this ain't gonna be a cultural event dude it, i'm sorry in this day and age people are gonna be like oh yeah yeah okay, it's Looks it's good. it's tough to like movies aren't making that kind of money anymore, right? Well, and then Spider Man comes out and is like, yeah, uh, uh, Spider Man. Spider Man didn't break any records. I made a shit ton of money. It made a shit ton I mean, of money, but it's not during like, the pan- wait during the pandemic when people were going like, dude, this movie made twelve million dollars at the box office. Spider Man came out and was like, yeah, hey, uh, hold yeah, my web. Uh, let's uh, let's shake things up. But I don't. I don't think it'll be a cultural event like Avatar was. Whether you like the movie or not, when it came out, man, it was a big fucking deal. It was a big. I mean, it had oh multiple shit! Spider Man. Spider Man No Way Home made almost two billion dollars. So I stand corrected. There we go. There we go. But it was dur- and that was during the middle of the pandemic, right? When they said theaters are dead, everything shut down. No, like, no, no, this was a year ago. So this was at the tail end where people weren't. This only Spider Man only came yeah. out a year ago. 
So I would I would Still disagree. It, it was it in it was on the tail end where people were saying, yeah, fuck this. We're not doing it anymore. But, I mean, like a lot of theaters shut down and stuff like it was like there hadn't been anything big. Like, right. Right. Like go look at like what was topping the box office. Like you looked at how much money was being made at the time. It wasn't like people weren't going to theaters. Then Spider-Man came out. People were like, yeah, yeah, we'll go. Yeah. Yeah. Mask up everybody. We're going. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, they're saying, you know, Avatar's already made good money. Um, yeah, it did really well in Asia. I know that. Well, yeah, um, it's made. It's at like almost five hundred million right now. It's only it's been open less than a week. Pretty good. I mean, yo, yeah, no, it's good. It's is just, it gonna is it gonna break a record? No, I think it'll get to a yeah. billion dollars. Yeah, um, no, except when you read reports, you're like, oh, yeah, right, right. Got to make a lot more than that. It does. <laughs> it does. But they're being very clandestine about like what their bottom line actually is, and. I get it, but I just my thing is like I'm just more curious of like uh, the movie looks fun, but like is it you know is there a real story there? You know me, I'm all about yeah story. Like I mean, it looks. I've, I'll, I'll go for fun. I've heard the story is good from a lot of people, but I've heard the like the the visual like effects are incredible. I've heard yeah. story's good, the effects are incredible, and yeah. if yeah. if my kids didn't want to go see it. I probably wouldn't go see it in theater. I haven't seen it yet. I'll probably go see it um, maybe this weekend at some point. But uh, I think it'll do really well during the Christmas break. Mm-hmm. I think that's when it's going to surge. I think they're hope. I mean, they're probably that's what they're on banking it. on it. Yeah, because people go yeah. to movies over Christmas. You know. Um, yeah. If if it doesn't do well, I'm more. I'm honestly more because I'm not a big Avatar guy. Yeah. Um, I'm more. Because, you know, Avatar, like when it first came out, remember there was the people that were really trying to make it go of like, oh, Avatar is going to be the next big thing. People are going to be cosplaying like the, as this forever. And it's like you don't see people cosplaying as Avatar. Well, like, it, the people that did, you were like, oh, that's weird, man. Like, Yeah, I think people would have if it wouldn't have taken him 15 years to make a sequel. Um, you know, well, that, that was my, you know, Doc, the Doc and I were talking the other day. I was like. God, it kind of seems like kind of dropped the ball not getting it out in that first like five years after that first one because yeah. people were Jones and for like yeah. it was still like man Avatar and you didn't have all the superhero shit where now yep. people are kind of a little yeah like, Avatar came out in two thousand nine so the only thing that had come out at that point was the Incredible Hulk and Iron Man you know so and Iron Man was the only one that was actually like good yeah Incredible Hulk was like kind of bust right yeah yeah I I'm just more curious as to see what. Cameron's response in this like you know because he's been very vocal about like some of the superhero stuff and oh yeah like yeah he's he's been a big hater and all that so I'm just curious is like which is funny he's essentially making a superhero movie like let's be real I mean you know I mean I mean, except for Titanic, Kevin, a lot, most of his movies been cut. I mean, Terminator's like had comic books and shit like Terminator became a superhero. Yeah. After the you know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean. And even let's be honest, man, like they should have stopped after T2. After that, it was like, well, he didn't direct any of the other ones after that. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah. You're, just, you know, you're I, don't, I, I mean, look at Jurassic World. Come on. Mm-hmm. I, hate th- I hate those movies. I hate them. Somebody. I've only seen yeah. the first one and I refuse to watch the other two. Don't. That's don't on principle. Do. I'm just not going to do it. I, I haven't seen the last one. I I'm just refuse to. Yeah. I just. Yeah. Ugh. But, um, yeah, I, I'm just more curious to see how Cameron's 
his his man baby fit when it doesn't become like the <laughs> biggest see, thing in the world. Did you see the video of him? Uh, he, he, <laughs> that there's another that yes, where he was I'm like flipped off fans because he wouldn't sign autographs. And <laughs> yeah, he was coming out of like uh, some like premiere screening someplace or mm-hmm. something, and people were like going nuts to see him because it's fucking James Cameron, and like he he didn't stop and wave. Yeah. He, he wasn't even like generally like nice. Like I get not signing autographs. Sure. sure. It's probably been a long fucking day, but at least be like, Oh, Hey everybody. Hey, you know what I mean? He... So he just washed out and then gave everybody the fucking finger. That's why I'm kind of rooting. I'm like, you know what? I kind of hope Avatar suck, like doesn't right. do that great. He's... So you get fucking bagged on you piece of shit. Like, he's kind of gotten a, a little too high on his own supply. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's Big drank time. his own Kool-Aid too much over the years. I've been down to the Titanic, Brian. I mean that's pretty incredible. Let's not, I'm not gonna lie, but also yeah, but you like, want to know why whoa. he's been down to the Titanic? Not because he's some crazy he marine. Because he's rich. Because he's yeah, he, rich. He pulled a fucking uh, a Bezos or a Musk. Okay. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. That's what he did. Yeah. 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 Everybody's like, oh, he, you know, he discovered he did the shit, man. He paid a bunch of guys to fucking take him down to the bottom of the Titanic, and he filmed it. Like, like it, it's cool. Yeah. But like, let's, let's chill out a little bit. Yeah, he doesn't know anything. He's not Josh Gusto. That's what rich people rich people can do those things. So yeah. Meanwhile, the like United States Navy is sitting back, being like, "Yeah, dude, we did that in like the fifties. Like we knew it was there. Like easy, yeah, right, <laughs> easy, bro, easy. We just we didn't publish it. You know, right? Yeah, Fun. yeah, right. Yeah. Oh wow, Bezos, you went into suborbit. Cool. Um, our, yeah. our our fighter pilots can do that. Like yeah. We did that accidentally in the 50s. It's it's good. Have fun. Enjoy. Yeah. Fun. You're cool, buddy. You're cool. Cool. You're not even in actual orbit. Yeah. Dummy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. uh, but um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like we're being a little negative. I, I hope the movie's fun. Um, I just. Yeah. It's not. It's kind of quiet this time of year. You know, all the publishing houses kind of shut down. They've all had their big releases of all. Everybody's kind of released their stuff. Yeah. They're kind of like um, where I'm at with work, where everything that comes up at work right now is a 2023 problem. Like, I'm not fucking dealing with it right now. Like, that's that's a go. problem for 2023. Um, 2022. I am not in that. Yeah, I, well, I, I am. I know. That's awesome. But oh, uh, you want to know something cool, though, about uh, about my work? Oh God! Yeah. So we just launched. Uh, uh, we just launched a grant, a grant that went live, okay. and uh, this grant is uh, is called the SAP grant. So SAP stands for Self Directed uh, Art Project Grant, and okay, and this grant is for uh, uh, active duty. Uh, veterans and their family members. So like uh, spouses and children can apply for this grant as well if you're over 18. Um, And so this grant is going to be awarding three to five thousand dollars for for folks to do an art project over a four week period of time. Oh, dude, that's cool. Isn't that cool? That's really cool. So if you're a veteran, if you're if you're listening, you're military connected. um, Hit me up. Brian up. Hit me up. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let's get Ron. you let's get you connected if you want to do an art project, man. Um, I know Ron's listening right now. Well, oh yeah, our, Ron is a Washington resident. Yeah, he is. So, is he? Yeah, oh, there you go. Take oh no, he's not because he owns no because he yeah no he's not anymore. But he was. You have to be a Washington resident, unfortunately. To oh, apply there's for the it. caveat, folks. Well, we're live, a state. I, I work for a state agency, so we have to. Okay. Has to be for state 
um, state residents. Yeah. But it's a cool program, man. I'm, I'm excited to see the projects that kind of come out of this. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds really cool. I'm, I keep looking down at my phone. I'm trying to see, I I feel like we're missing something big here. Probably. We do it all the time. I know. And then we'll think about it 10 minutes after. Oh, you just watched for the first time uh the spawn uh hbo series yeah i'm like so i'm like three or four episodes into it right now um Mm -hmm. it's definitely 90s i love the uh um i love like the the ripley's believe it or not or like rod sterling twilight zone thing that todd mcfarland does at the beginning of every episode it's like a cut of him drawing and then he's like what would you do if the devil made a proposition to you yeah. Save your life or die in peace. Well, he made his choice and he has to deal with the consequences. I'm Todd McFarlane and I created Spawn. And then it like goes into the episode. It's like in a suit at a drawing table. It's so great. Dude. It's so 90s. I love it so much. That's, you know, you know what that is? Hmm. That's fucking gangster. Man. It is. That is gangster. It is. It is. <laughs> Nobody gets to do that. No comic book creator. Not even Stan Lee. It's to do that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. So I like the show. I mean, dude, the voice at the voice talent on that show is just great. Um, yeah, wasn't it like Michael J. White? Um, no, that's the live action movie. So uh, Keith oh, okay. David is the voice of Spawn in, oh, the, in the show. Dude, I mean, which is even better. Yeah. Keith David. Yeah. Oh, man. Eric oh, Roberts is a gangster in it. It's it's definitely like gory, bloody. There was like yeah. one where like there's a ton of sex in the show uh, yeah. too. I mean, it's Spawn, dude. Yeah, it makes me. I've um, never read the com. I've never read Spawn. Spawn isn't a, isn't a comic I've ever oh. read. Um, yeah, so I think I'm gonna read it now because I've I've enjoyed the cartoon and uh, yeah, I might it give was, it a read. It was a legit comic. I mean, it's still legit. It still tops the sales charts all the time. Yeah, which is kind of crazy to think about because like, I mean, there was a time like. I remember Spawn was so big that I remember in my hometown, a dude opened a comic. Now the comic shop failed, but he opened a comic shop. All they sold was like Spawn memorabilia and image stuff. That was it. Wow. This was like probably like 96. So it was like right at the like yeah. when Spawn was like really like taking yeah. off, you know? And I remember going in there thinking like, oh, sweet. I'll get some, you know, Marvel or DC books, you know, because that's all I read. Which, back is, which then. is why that comic shop failed. Let's be honest. Um yeah, I mean, it's still 80% of the market, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And so I remember going in there, and it was like they had a lot of, you know, at that time, there was also like Malibu comics. Yep. And uh, there was a lot of like mature comics, and they had a lot of that shit. And I remember being like really taken back because it was the first time I'd become like become aware of that. Because normally I just got comics at like the grocery store. Yeah. And so that was, you know, you go in there, and you're like, oh, oh, what is all this new crazy radical stuff? This is a little hardcore um and uh yeah they last like six months maybe a year i went in there twice yeah. and that was it yeah. never bought anything now i look at him be like oh man i should have gone nuts it's probably had, like all types of cool shit right right just wasn't to realize it didn't have all that they didn't see any cap wolf so i was done that was it no cap wolf no nothing yeah. Get um, face. but yeah I'm i'm interested to read to read the comic now because yeah like I said, never something I read growing up. I did see something interesting. Uh, somebody somebody posted a photo of Spawn and said, this is the most 
famous independent comic book character and it's not even close and i was like no i would i mean it's up there but let's see i mean turtles is pretty hard to you, beat. you can't you can't beat turtles after turtles i would say walking dad um i feel like we're sleeping on now I don't know. I think Spawn would give people for dude. Spawn was big, man. Ninety right. Spawn. Was I would put, really big. I would That's probably put Spawn above Walking Dead. Um, yeah, Walking Dead didn't have the kind of yeah, merch but influence. Spawn nobody, did. nobody can touch Turtles as far as like independent creation. I'm trying to think if there's any like we're sleeping on something like there might be something old from back in the day, but like a cartoon character or something, but uh, yeah, I think turtles takes the cake, man. Like, yeah, I, I like pretty easily too, if I'm being honest. Um, yeah, it's like internationally recognized. Yeah. On a level. Like, multiple cartoon iterations that ran for 10 seasons, multiple comics, multiple movies. Like, let's be real. I mean, spawn does well, but it does well because the same people that bought it in 98, 97 are, are still buying, buying it now. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that as well, but like it's not producing a new content in any way. Where like, I mean, how many new iterations of the tur- every two years we have a new iteration of the turtles, whether it's a cartoon or yeah. movie or yeah. whatever, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. That. Um, so I thought that was interesting. I remember sending that to you and be like, ah. Yeah. I, yeah. We both. I. I immediately was like, I think turtles. I'm might pretty die. sure. I'm pretty sure Eastman and Laird might might have a little thing, a thing or two to say about that. But yeah, yeah. It. Um, oh, I know. You know, there's one thing we're sleeping on, dude. Uh, this is probably should be the biggest because it's probably going to be one of the best things to come out next year. Okay. Uh, the new Into the Spider Verse trailer drop. Oh man. my god, yes, it did. How it did we fucking sleep on that? I, I have know. to piss, so I'm going to let you spin the webs on that for two seconds okay uh shit i mean i watched it once i'm gonna go ahead and pause here and wait for him to come back all right so i would say probably my favorite thing watching that about that trailer was the i mean there had to be like 35 different iterations of spider-man in there and yeah i don't even know if that was actually like pieces from like I almost felt like that trailer was specific. Like the set, first original teaser trailer was just made to be a teaser trailer. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like it gave nothing away about the story, but it didn't matter. It, it looked matter. awesome. Yeah. Well, this new so one, cool. you get to see more. You get to see uh, Gwen Stacy. You get to see uh, Oscar Isaac as uh, um, Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Um, you saw Spider. You saw. Uh, what were some other Spider Man you see? You see Spider-Man from the play, really successful PlayStation game. His character was in there. Uh, yeah. uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man was in there. Tobey Maguire's, Andrew Garfield, all of them, all of those. What was the six-arm Spider-Man when he grew the Oh, arms? yeah, that was from uh, from the comic and the and the 90s yeah. cartoon, which that the I think the 90s cartoon Spider-Man is going to be in, the, be in it as well. Um, so it's many different. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. which is great. And yeah, even they're gonna have a, oh, what's her name, Madam Web or whatever. She's oh, she, like she's she in that. Well, that makes sense that she would be in it because they're making a Madam Web movie right now. Um, yeah, and isn't she responsible for the whole like Spider Verse type thing? Like she, yeah. I don't I can't remember. It's been yeah, she is from right. what I remember. Um. Oh, hey, did you ever? Uh, have you have you broken down and watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special? I keep hearing that it's 
freaking fantastic. I haven't watched it yet. I want to. I might watch it on Christmas. Ooh, that's a good move. Yeah. I'm yeah. hearing that Drax and uh, Mantis I've, kind of. I've uh, heard it's like it's character. yeah, it's that kind of their story, which is kind of I like. Those are like my. I mean, those are my two favorite characters outside of Ra- uh, Rocket. Rockets, you know yeah, I mean? definitely my favorite. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Rockets, pretty. I mean, come on, it's Rocky. You can't yeah. beat him, man. Yeah, but uh, but no, I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to though. It's on my list of things I want to watch. Yeah. It's hard yeah, to keep. It's hard to that. keep up with everything. Um, Oh, dude, I haven't watched anything. Me either. And I'm always like, oh, there's nothing to watch. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, there's like 20 streaming platforms. Each have like endless hours of original content. There's so much shit now. And that's the thing. There's so much. And then you're like, what do I what do I do? I don't know. I don't know what to do. There's Um, the new season of Yellowstone. I am watching that. Um, Oh, yeah, I am. I know what it is, though. Let's be honest. It's uh, it's cowboy porn for dudes who live in the suburbs who wish they were, you know, who wish they were cowboys. Ranchers. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, Kevin yeah, Costner, I, I, I pretty much will watch anything with Kevin Costner in it. I love him. I think he's great. Um, but that show, it's a soap opera and every season is basically the same. Someone's trying to take our ranch. We got to do something bad to, to, to save our ranch. Um, it kind of reminds me of all those FX shows like um, Sons of Anarchy or any of those. You yeah. know what I mean? Where yeah. like they're good, but it's all kind of the same. There's only one. The, the best FX show is Justified, and it's not even close. And I don't care what anybody says. Whoa, 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 whoa. What about Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad's an A&E show. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't want, I don't want, come on now. I don't yeah. have TV, man. Um, I will I mean, say like, from the Yellowstone, they got the new, the new series out, uh, 1923, which is like a prequel takes place in the, in the depress in the great depression. And, uh, it stars Harrison Ford. It starts Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. Like if, what? Har- if Harrison Ford's in it, I'm in. And Helen Mirren. Like, yeah. quite like, how did that come out? And I missed it. Was yeah. that on TV? It, Was it, that a it's, movie? it's on Paramount plus streaming. It's a show. It's a mini series. And, um, Oh, I, dude, I got it. I figured you'd be all over it. Have you watched Tulsa King yet? I'm very I've been, curious. About I've been it. watching Tulsa King. Yeah. Is it good? It's all right. It's like, it's, um, it's, it's one of the, it's like a dramedy, you know, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I'm enjoying it. It's, it's not, it's not great, but it's good. Okay. Yeah. It's just interesting. I think it's I worth a watch. I think it's worth a watch. You know, it's interesting seeing somebody like Stallone jump into the TV game because, like, when was has he ever been in a TV show? Like, and I think for he's, a guest he, appearance here or there, he does a really good job because, again, I think Stallone is very similar to The Rock in ways where he puts out movies with like his team of folks um, yeah. and does things to make himself good, look good. Whereas in this, yeah. you know, he's working with like Taylor Sheridan, who's a pretty accomplished filmmaker in his own right. Um, well, I would also, my only pushback, also Stallone's like a fan of like the seventies and sixties action movies. Um, so like, if you look at some of the directors that he's worked with, he works with like guys that are, (sighs) sounds terrible to say, but kind of the tail end of their career. Like he did that one movie with Jason Momoa. Uh, it was like axe to grind. Bullet bullet to the head. I saw it. I saw it in theaters. yeah. Yeah. Now. That movie was the director of that movie is like he's done some really great movies, but he's also like, yeah, 
much older. So yeah. like his version, like his version of an action film is going to feel a different. Dated. Yeah. 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 And it did, you know, like it felt like an older, like an eighties action movie. And in the eighties, it would have been great. Yeah. Now you're, I, you're like, I really like old. Tulsa King. The thing I like about Tulsa King, cause it's like, you know, he's a member of the mob. And so I'm a capo. Yeah. Get out. Come on. You know? And like, they do yeah. all of the, like the, the, the mob stereotypes from like the eighties and nineties that, you he's love. like a New York Italian guy, right? Yeah, and he's and he's yeah. been in prison for twenty five years and just got out. And oh, so he's like way out of touch. Like yeah. he's still acting like it's nineteen ninety one. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's <laughs> it's great. You know, I I really enjoy I really enjoy the show. I think it's I think it's a lot of fun. Um, okay, definitely worth a watch. And if you if you have Paramount Plus, nineteen twenty three is worth a watch too. Only the first episode is out, but I mean Harrison Ford, Helen Mirren, you can't really go wrong with those two. You know, they're so accomplished. Do you know that they worked together before, like over 40 years ago on a movie in the 70s called Mosquito Coast? They played husband and oh, wife. Shit. And that's what Mosquito Coast. Harrison Ford said that that's what got me to, to come on this show was to work with Helen Mirren again. I mean, yeah, yeah. Helen Mirren. Look at I mean, shit. She's done so much. Like, yeah, you get someone like her to sign on. I imagine you could probably get anybody. to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh. So that's been really good. I've been I enjoyed the first episode of that. Um, definitely worth definitely worth watching. Yeah. Okay. I want to switch things up. Okay. A little bit. We're talking about news, a lot of TV shit. Actually, uh, well, you know what though? I have something for you. I'm gonna oh, can I can I throw a, on can me. I throw a curveball at you? I you know me I I love curveball. Okay. Okay. I, um, I grew up playing baseball in the backyard. That's all I want is curveball. Okay. Like, bring the heat. Okay. So this is this is realistic. This is probably going to be our last episode of 2022, right? Yeah, and yeah, we have we we do have a a duo of guests that we have to touch base with we at some yeah. point to figure out when we're going to get on. But yeah. they're going to probably be our next episode. Yeah. I would imagine. Um. So I want to ask you. Okay. Movie, show, comic. One from 2022 that was your favorite of each of those genres. Oh shit! That's one of these, huh? Like uh, I said, I'm throwing you a curveball. Yeah, I thought you were gonna hit me with album, and I was like, oh god, I don't even. No, know. no, no. Um, favorite movie this 2022. year? 2022. Yeah. Trying to think of some of the movies we watched. Um. God, the only movie I went and saw in the theater was this is so embarrassing, or not embarrassing, but it was the Thor movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, God, what movies even came? What movies did we talk about on here? Were there any movies I was excited for? Um, let's see. I'm looking at I'm looking at movies that came out this year. Uh, yeah, and I'm seeing favorite if, comic. Yeah, of 2022. Um, shit, man, you really uh, threw me. I know. <laughs> God damn. It doesn't have to be like your the movie doesn't have to be a comic book movie. It can just be a movie. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm trying to think. I really didn't watch a lot of movies this year now that I think about it. I'm looking at this oh. list and I'm like, man, I have not seen. Oh, there's one uh that I've seen that I really liked. Um, oh, you know what? There was a documentary. It was called um I gotta look it up. Oh my god. Sorry folks, this is making for really bad listening. There was a movie that I watched that was really good. It was a doc, though. Okay. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Uh, my. Oh, God damn it. 
What was it? Uh, one second. Tell me. Uh, how about you go first? What was your favorite movie that you watched this year? Uh, Prey. 100%. Hands down, Prey. Prey was pretty good. I don't know if it was my favorite. Okay, I got it. So okay. my favorite uh, movie that I watched this year was a documentary. It was called The Velvet Queen. Okay. And, uh, oh, my God, this makes me sound so weird. But if you get a chance to watch it, I think it just got loaded up to watch for free. But it's um, these guys in Tibet in the Himalayas uh, tracking a snow. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I haven't watched it's, it yet. And I re- that's been on my list of movies I w- or do- of shows that I want to watch. You know me when I'm by myself, man, I get kind of artsy fartsy. Yeah. I get into that like in, like um, existential zone. And this was like definitely one of those docs. But some of the footage they get, um, it very much has a little. It's like watching a wildlife documentary, but with the same vibe as like. Uh, Do you ever see the art house film uh, Baraka? Mm-mm. Uh, it's another one that I would say is worth it. Where it's more of just it's a mix like. They did some, I don't, they must have some great sound equipment on there, or maybe they just, you know, did it in post, but like the sound and stuff, it really like, they really show you elements of the Himalayas that you don't typically see. You know, we always just see like the Everest and all that shit. Yeah. But yeah, they were like going places where like, you know, these leopards were, or like they're trying to track them down and find them. And it was just like these two guys just going. Wow. And um, like there's one time where they were coming down this mountainside towards the end. And these kids, I don't know how the kids saw them, but, you know, it's like these kids that live up in the mountain, these little Tibetan kids saw them and were like, hey, 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 they must have scaled like 3,000 feet wow. in a matter of minutes because they're like, look at these guys, look wow. at these, you know, like, and and they just, and they were like, oh shit, they saw us. And the kids were just all of them, just all in their shit and talking to them. And they're like way up in the middle of nowhere. It was amazing. Um, and just that kind of stuff. Um, and then like, you know, the, they run into, um, there's a, uh, a Himalayan grizzly that's really, really aggressive Yeah, that they run into up there. And then they just got some really great footage of the snow. I, I love that kind of stuff. Like I don't even need the sound on just pipe sure. in some, some kind of like, I don't know, lo-fi music and the sounds of like the elements. And I'm content watching that shit all day. Um, but yeah, that was probably my favorite movie. I watched that. Uh, I think it was like back in March or something. It's, I think it came out the year before. Oh, okay. But I didn't watch okay. It until the the this earlier this year. That was my favorite film that All I right. watched this year. Yeah. What What about TV show? Um, shit. We were watching. Oh, uh, easy, hands down. Primal man. Primal season. Oh, three. there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was the only show where I was like, oh shit, it just got loaded up. Right. Uh, I can take a, I'll just, I'll watch it. I'll, it got loaded up. I, I'll finish this page. It'll be one o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. Meaning it just got loaded. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll watch it during lunch, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was my favorite TV show. And then comic shit. I don't know. Let me, let me look here. Let's see what you got. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything that came out in 2022? Yeah. <laughs> Me personally? No, not you personally, but like any do you have you read anything recently that came out this year? I feel like we don't read a lot of books that come out. You're pretty good about reading newer stuff. Yeah. Um I yeah, I was gonna say like dude, I don't know if I read anything that came out this year. Um 
everything I read is usually kind of older, right? Yeah. Fuck. You know, I'm in a weird mode, and this is going to sound really terrible, but I'm in this creative mode right now where everything I read, I'm kind of like, okay, there's some good stuff in here, Mm -hmm. but what's the stuff that I could cherry pick and do better? Sure. I get that. Um, I mean, that's your job. So I like that makes sense. You know? Yeah. Not saying that I'm going to be able to do. No, 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 no. Like, like, uh, there's not a lot of projects out there that are, I feel like are projects that are like tailor made for me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That hit. And I, I know I have real particular kind of out, like my favorite movie was a documentary that came out that was made last year. You know what I mean? Like a weird (laughs) guy sitting up in the mountains watching cats. I mean, that sounds Uh, awesome. You know? Yeah. Um, It was cool, but yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. What was yours? You talk. I'm going to look. Okay. Well, I think, I think that's comic wise. My favorite thing that came out this year was probably uh, Batman beyond. Um, what was it? Neo year. It was a six issue miniseries that, uh, it concluded a couple of months ago and it was great. It was, uh, all about, um, you know, uh, Terry McGinnis, Bruce Wayne had been murdered. Um, and Terry McGinnis didn't have like the bat cave or him to rely on anymore. So he kind of had to, he had to like be bat how Batman was in the old days, you know, coming up with his own gadgets and doing all that stuff without, uh, you know, without the help of Bruce and, and all of his money and stuff. So I really, really enjoyed that book. Um, hmm. TV show. That's tough because I watch a lot of shows. Um, hmm. That's all right. That sounds really horrible. I should have one, but wow. uh, I, I really can't. I read some great stories. Sure. Um, but just going through the pile everything i read is yeah like at least a year or two old yeah um and i can't remember how long ago i wa- i read it yeah, i read a lot of stuff i feel like but um yeah, yeah i mean like rereading up. the ultimates was great oh honestly. that was that was great yeah yeah i that was um one of the probably my that was really i i don't often go back and reread stuff but that really was uh it made me kind of go like oh shit this is this was why I wanted to make comics. Like, yeah. Um, it was just so skillfully done. So I, I definitely don't want to say I loved Batman Beyond Neo Year without shouting out the creators of that. So I, I was just going to say who worked on that. Yeah, so it was uh, Colin Kelly, Jackson Lansing, Lansing, Max Dunbar, Sebastian Chang, and Romulo Fajardo Jr. And if I, I'm sure I butchered the last name, sir, I am sorry. Um but those are the creators of that. I thought it was great. Uh, favorite TV show? Yeah. Probably Leverage Redemption. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. I loved that show, like, when it first started coming out in the late 2000s, and then when they brought it back, kind of like you with, uh, you know, with Primal. As soon as it drops, as soon as it drops, I'm stopping everything. Like, it dropped today at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning, and I just stopped my work day, and I watched it. <laughs> you know? What about Mando? You like it better than Mando? Man, there hasn't been a new Mando this year. Oh, God, that was last winter, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Where did this last year go, man? I know. I know. Mando will probably be my favorite show of 2023 because it drops in March of, you know, of next year. So it'll drop when you're here for uh, Emerald City. So Oh, nice. Just bought tickets. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock, man. I'm excited. 
Um, God, you got me really like I'm kind of hating myself because I feel like every week we record something and I always have books to talk about. But then when you put me on the spot, well, what did you read? I can't even remember what I've I read this last like couple months. I'm the I'm the same. Well, I haven't like I haven't been to the shop and bought. I most of the stuff that I've bought has been on the collector side, where I've been reading. Most of the stuff that I've been reading is digital lately. Um, just kind of like uh, that's cool. When you reread the Ultimates, now I've been going back and I guess I'm talking about what I'm reading right now. But I've been like going back and reading some of the Ultimate stuff. So like I read. Um, you know, Ultimate Wolverine, the um, uh, Greg Rucka, Derek Robertson. Yeah. I love that. I love that. That's so good. When he hunts down the killers of the missing girl. Um, and it's like some gun nuts in, in Oregon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just takes them out. It's great. I loved it. Um, yeah, I've been reading like Ultimate X-Men. You know, that's that's kind of what I've been reading lately. Just going back, yeah. going back and enjoying that old stuff and 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 seeing how well it holds up yeah it um yeah man you this was quite the curveball i wasn't ready for this my man you said um, you want you all i know all i want is curveballs so i di- i did i mean i i enjoy a curve i like it when we go in weird directions but um yes yeah, actually kind of bothered me that i can't think of anything off the top of my head that I really, really enjoyed. It's like the stuff I think I liked the most was stuff where I was like, you, oh, yeah. you don't really buy like new books off the rack, though. That's never really been something that you've done. No, you know what? And you know why it is, is when we when I was starting out as an artist, I was just so broke and so thrifty that I still go to the comic shop. But I don't actually – I look and see what it, stuff's coming out, but I very rarely actually buy anything. Yeah. And um, it's probably a habit that I should probably fix. Sure. Because, um, I, you know, I like supporting, like, people we have on the show and yeah. just, you know, staying. But also there's just uh, – there's just not a lot of storylines that where I'm like, oh, man, I have to I have to fucking check this out. This sure. looks so rad. Sure. Um, Because I don't read superhero stuff anymore. As much as I appreciate superheroes, and we talk a lot about Marvel and DC characters. Yeah. Um, Hey, the miniseries are where it's at for me on the superhero stuff. So. Yeah, I've just gotten to a point where like uh, it's really hard for me to sit down and read. Didn't you read Superman? Superman versus Lobo versus Superman. No, no, that came out this year. I thought you read at least one issue of it. No, uh, uh, Matt. Shout out to Matty K. He read them all, and he said it was. A, you know pretty cool series yeah. i asked we we had a whole thread talking about it oh that's, um, that's i read a bunch of lobo stuff i reread like all the um yeah uh beasley stuff and then like i wish he did more comics i know why he doesn't uh it's totally understandable but alex horley did one of the best lobo miniseries i think ever um and it's all like hand it's all painted all the panels are i mean like you know People like out think out like Alex Ross's stuff, which Alex Ross's stuff is cool, but dude, Horley, yeah, like his stuff, is, I think is, is next level because it's like you don't lose any of the movement of the characters. You know what I mean? It's not stiff in any way. Everything's very animated. It's very very well done. But uh, yeah, I um, and not saying that there wasn't a ton of cool stuff that came out. I know there was a ton of great books that came out this year. I just um, I don't know. I've been so kind of focused on trying to get stuff back on track i mean uh, I'll, I'll tell you the greatest book of 2022 even though it's not completed yet 
I mean, it's, it's Operation Blue. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's got a ways to go. I know. Yeah. Hey, we're eight pages deep. All right. Hey, you know, that's better than seven. It's true. Um, it's, oh, by the way, I sent that. I sent a picture of the, the Batman painting to uh, Bear, and she said, oh, man. Garbage. That is super rad, and super was in all caps, so she liked it. Okay. I thought she was going to say, like, garbage. <laughs> that would have been awesome. She's like, eh, I've seen better. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Thanks. Yeah. We're always, always here for you. Anything I ever draw, that's my dad's voice. Like, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not your best. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Um, well, shit, man. I just kind of talked about what I've been reading. So, uh, what, what, we... what have you been reading? Have you been reading anything recently? Well, we're just going right into it. Yeah. I actually read a couple of things. All right. What do you got? Um, so I read. Oh, wow. Yeah. You got a the stack. Number one, the number one graphic novel in America today. Okay. Dragon Ball Super Volume 17. <laughs> That's right. Suck it. Dragon Ball uh, is still riding high. No one can defeat it. Goku's the best. It's the, Dude. it's the same with Spawn. You know, all the people who read Dragon Ball back in 1985 are still See, reading See, that's, that's, where, that's where it's different. I know. Uh, Gets a ton of new readers. Is Yeah, it, it's really, uh, you know, there's been, this is the third, third, I guess you could say, installment, right? You had the 80s, the, yeah. the early 80s series of Dragon Ball when he was Goku was a kid, blah, blah, blah. Then Dragon Ball Z, which everybody knows that really the comic stopped, I think, in like 94. And then we got all the translations, you know, years later. Now the translations only take a few months, right? And so um, you're getting Dragon Ball Super, but there's this whole like, you know, Gen, what is I guess? Gen Z. Young, yeah. Gen Z that's like super into it young millennials that are, are really into it like manga, it's just manga is very very popular so and it's Dude. always been popular yeah and so what's interesting is now um when you go online you see like now the conversations are like these kids are now starting to like oh i want to see the original i want to start from yeah. the very beginning and so uh, you're yeah I, but anyways so number they they number 17 dropped and I gotta say, dude. Like, do you, I, you know, do, you, do you have all seventeen volumes? Dude, I have every volume. I have one through sixteen of Dragon Ball. I have one through twenty-eight, I believe. Uh, yeah, or twenty-six. Excuse me, of Dragon Ball Z, and then I have one through seventeen of Super. I love it. And I've read every page. I love it. Twice or more. I love it. You're you're you, that's your turtles for me. You know, so uh, you know. Well, and they'll take breaks. You know, they'll be like sure. a ten year break or so. Um, that's you not know a what bad I'll say? thing, though. I wasn't big on Dragon Ball Super. I think like it's probably the weakest of all the storylines. But fuck, man, this last volume, it was what I mean. How many pages are you get? About two hundred pages per yeah per per book. The whole thing is fucking action. Like it was nothing but a fight. Like fighting from st almost start to finish and justifiable fighting so you got these long like badass like high energy high stakes fight scenes 
it was kind of like, ah, this is kind of some of the shit I've been. You don't get this in American comics ever. You no. will never find a 200 page fight scene. You know that in you, an American you, comic. You know that Max has been getting into manga. I don't know if I told you this. Right. He's been reading. Well, he's been reading because uh, he loves uh, Legend of Zelda. Where he and I are both Legend of Zelda okay. fanboys, and so there's yeah. a bunch of uh, Twilight Princess, Legend of Zelda, Twilight Princess mangas, you know. And so yeah. he's been checking them out of the library and reading them all. You so know where he needs to go. You know where you go- get him. Where he needs to go. He needs to go to Dragon Ball. Dude, he'd love it. He'd right. love it. Which it has one, the, it, it, it should, should, should I start him with Super? Too. I would start with Z. Okay. Z. Uh, I mean, Dragon Ball is cool, but you have to also remember there's a little bit of a cultural barrier. So, like, what flies with young uh, books? Like, there's like nudity and like some sex oh, jokes okay. and stuff in Dragon Ball, and that I don't know how, yeah. how cool you, that would be yeah, for probably not. Yeah, like it's not like gross. Sure. It's like well done, but like it'll be nothing to see little boy Goku like buck ass naked fishing. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of stuff. Like it's not gross. It's not like perverse or anything. Like sure. there is a, you do have a couple of perverted characters um, that I think culturally are tolerable, where by today's standards, um, especially here in the States, you'd look at it and be like, dude, like Master Roshi is a fucking problem. Like, we, <laughs> we got to edit this guy out. Yeah. Uh, I would say probably Dragon Ball Z be better. He doesn't, you don't really need. Okay. Um, I started with Z and then backtracked and read Ball afterwards and it was okay. But um, I don't know. I think it's up, up to you, up to the All right. Maybe I'll, maybe, uh, I'll, maybe I'll pick him up the first volume of Z and see how he does. Yeah, and they have big collections where you can get like the first mm-hmm. – like three or four volumes or something mm-hmm. um but uh i just i like the the there's always a new challenge so you if to overcome that challenge you have to work hard i don't know i always thought I those like were that. like that's good cool. values especially yeah. yeah and like the great thing about goku is like the long-standing thing with him is like all of his vil- most of his villains become his friends because of his good na- you know like his good nature right um which is an interesting aspect. You don't typically see that, especially in American comics, but with, um, you know, you, you see that a lot with, uh, uh, I think a lot of the manga storylines, but like Dragon Ball was really interesting. It's all based around fighting, but there's like real positive vibes. Even the villains have kind of motivations where they just want to be the best. Yeah. I don't know. As a kid, I found that so motivating. So like, it wasn't like, I mean, you remember like nineties comics, man, long oh, yeah. like especially captain america like it was just i'm punching you but also lecturing you it was, yeah it was kind of boring yeah and spider-man did the same thing i make fun of you but i'm lecturing you on why you're a bad person right right while beating you up and there's none of that shit um so i read that and then uh i read uh this shaolin cowboy series um oh seven. yeah 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 i remember you you talked yes you're cruel to be that. kin um yeah, Jeff Darrow and then uh, Dave Stewart on colors. It was it just kind of picked up off after the last series from a couple of years ago. Uh, so it's it's great. I mean, awesome. Yeah, it's just like weird. It's just weird. All weirdness with like kind of like tongue in cheek humor, right? All the way through. Yeah, but it it's pretty political. It does a lot oh, I'm of sure. um, poking fun at the. I'd say the last few years the COVID, you know. <laughs> i can imagine <laughs> yeah i yeah. can imagine that's cool so 
but I mean, it's Jeff Darrell, so the art's amazing. You know what I mean? Like, I just look at it and be like, God, it's his his comics are such a labor of love mm-hmm. that we're like, I personally would love one. I would love to be able to attempt to do something like that. I don't think I have it inside of me. Sure, it's just it's it's so so much, so much. We're like, could I do that? Maybe, but God, I don't know if I'd be motivated enough to put that much into a pro. Like every page is just like so much drawing. Yeah, like, I don't. Yeah. Know, I don't know how many days it takes him to do a page, but there's. I. I I find a hard belief he does a page a day. I really do. Wow. I really do because everything's like referenced and stuff. All everything's so accurate, like the cars and the unless he's like using some like little shortcuts and stuff digitally, but I think he's old school meth. Like even all of his old school stuff was like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So oh, crazy. totally. Totally. Yeah. Like I've got hard boiled was yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. I have hard boiled. Yeah. I love hard boiled. Yeah. Yeah. So I love all, I love, I love all of Jeff Darrow's stuff. Um, so I would, that, that was the big read for me. Um, okay. yeah, that was probably one of the better books I read actually this year. Um, I wasn't necessarily looking for anything that was high, I thought I just needed some escapism for sure. And, uh, something like Shaolin Cowboy is definitely escapism. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. definitely going to pick that up when it comes out, uh, collected. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it'd be totally worth the collection. I feel like I'm sleeping on something. I know a lot of people were picking, uh, what's his name? Daniel Warren Johnson's new book. Oh, uh, do a power, power bomb. bomb. Yeah. Yeah. And I got every. I was able to pick up every issue except for number six. I have I them all. Get yeah. yeah, I haven't read so them yet. I, I I haven't read any of them yet. Oh no, I read the first issue and I liked it. I just haven't. Uh, I haven't continued it. Um, yeah. So I might pick up. I'm gonna see if I can find the 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 missing issue that I've got, and then I'll probably sit down and read the whole thing. Yeah. Um. To, you know, I'm on that miniseries kick. I know it. I know it. I love the miniseries, man. Miniseries are where it's at. Yeah, so I got that. I've got a few other miniseries kind of lo- lock loaded up in the chamber for our next couple episodes. Okay. And then um, I got to find something. But, yeah, and I think about it, man. I, I, all I've been doing is reading, like, older books. Me too. Um, And, you know, the older books, like anything, like, there's some great stuff, but then there's some stuff that's just not um, – doesn't hold up. Yeah. 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 Or like some of the older series that I would pick up would be works from like guys that are big now, but they were like the, it was like the beginning of their careers. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So it's interesting to see like because I wanted to see the progression. Like, oh, let's see how you know Phil Noto started with his first miniseries. Let's sure. See how yeah. Goes, you know. Yeah. But um, I got a curveball for you. Okay. Well, I just want to tell you. So this Batman, the cult you got me. Uh, yeah. definitely going to get these slabbed. They're pretty nice, right? Yeah. Those are good condition too. I'm slapping them. Yeah. They're getting, they're getting graded for sure. Wait, you're going to read them though. Oh yeah, for oh, sure. It's pretty, of course. pretty right. Man. Pretty of course. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll read them before next episode. So yeah, I'd be curious. I didn't, I didn't really flip through them. I did one of the issues I flipped through just to see what it, Kind of was like, and it's like, oh man, Bertie writes. I, apparently, he did a Spider-Man. Did he miniseries back in like the '87 or something like that, or early Google '90s? Shit. Yeah, because uh, I'm um, gonna pick it up. I didn't realize he did. 
I didn't realize he did as much superhero work. You know, like I know, remember, was it last year I reviewed that thing in Hulk? Yep. Uh, like, uh, it was like one shot that he did. It was like a 40 page one shot, like when they were doing those mini graphic novels. It's like 50 pages, 40 pages, something like that. So he did Amazing Spider Man Hooky. That's right, Hooky. Yeah. Shit, I got to pick and, this and, up. Yeah, it's weird, right? Because nobody ever talks about. They only ever talk about. It came out in two thousand twelve. It was in two thousand. Was that when it was printed or when he did it? It says. Because uh, oh, he didn't he pass away in like two thousand thirteen. Oh, it was released in twenty twelve, so I don't know when he did it, but. Yeah, because he. I want to say he passed away like. Around that time. Or maybe a few years after. Yeah. I oh, this know. looks cool. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get it. Oh, yeah, you know what? There's another short film people should look up. It's called Chasing Gulo. If you like like wildlife films or any of that kind of stuff, like I do, there's a really cool mini doc. It's free. Just they it came out last year, but you had to like um you had to go to like events to see it. You know, it's going around the like Northwest Circuit mm-hmm. uh for independent films. And they're showing at like, you know, national parks and stuff, colleges. Um, anyways, it's called Chasing Gulo. It's about these guys doing Wolverine research in the Cascades. Oh, cool. Um, I think I told you about it. Yeah. I probably sent you a link at one point. You did. But you did. anyways, it's it's up to watch for free. Uh, just do a search for it. It'll pop up. It's like a, you can watch it on Vimeo, YouTube, any of those places. Uh, I mean, that would definitely be my second favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's a really cool doc. It's fun. It's got some great information. It's got some great information about, uh, you know, an animal that's a, about as close as mysterious as you can get to Bigfoot in the Northwest. For sure. sure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And it's like the, the people featured the biologists in it, like they're doing some awesome backcountry skiing to get to locations so they can put up, set up like camera traps and stuff. Like the way they're doing it, it makes the documentary really exciting. Like it's really neat. Okay. I'm in. If you got kids. Yeah. Remotely interested in Northwest wildlife. Like I would have lost my fucking mind at like 10 years old over this documentary. It would have been the greatest documentary in the world to me. Um, Now, like I said, I was a weird wood kid in the woods. Sure. Sure. But uh, yeah, it it is cool. But that would be my second favorite. Yeah. Shout out to Northwest chasing Gulo. I like it. Check it out. I like it. Um, Oh, but I, here's my curveball for you. Oh yeah. Curveball for you. Yeah. 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 Hit me. End of the year. Yeah. Kind of wrap things up. Yep. What are you looking forward most to next year? And what are your what are your creative goals? What what are your goals? You got goals for the podcast, you got goals for you. What's what are you looking forward to trying to get trying to get done next year? Uh I I mean I think Operation Blue is at the top of that list. Oh, okay. Well, way to pour the pressure on me. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you know, uh I'm I Just have it done out in the open. Yeah, have it have it have people have people have their hands on it you know or at the very least um you know if they don't have their hands on it uh, they're able to order it and get their hands on it you know that's that's probably my big goal um creatively or just like what are your like i always try and set big like a big personal goal for myself like what am i gonna do yeah i just say creatively because like sure sure most most people go oh i'm gonna get in shape my big thing is always like oh 
I'm going to try and do this, or I want to get X amount of books done, or I want to, you know, like I want to learn to do something different. Yeah. I'd like to, I'd like to write a new story in 2023. Um, What kind of story? Hmm. Like comic or? Yeah. yeah. I think I'd like, I'd like to write a comic in 2023. Um, Okay. What are you going to do with that then? Just pitch it around. I don't, I don't know. Just want to just do it. I just want to do it. You know, I thought you were writing a script. I was. For, I start. I started one. I started one. Um, I don't think I'm going to continue with it. It wasn't. Uh, it's not what I want to do anymore. It's not what I want to do yeah. anymore. I want to. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I want to. I want to do something else. I want to write. Um. Yeah, I was. I, I want to write a new story. You know, and not. Yeah. Um, something that I did years ago and, and kind of redo it. You know, I want to do something new. I want to move forward. Um, what that's going to look like at this point, I don't know. Uh, I've got some ideas, you know, bumping around, but, um, nothing that I'm ready to like talk about, I guess. Nothing, nothing, Nothing that I'm ready to share or talk about yet, but, uh, um, Yeah. But yeah, that 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 in Operation Blue. I mean, those are my big, you know. That's your big thing. Yeah, that's your that's your thing. Yeah, get. I want. I, and I wanted to do. I wanted to do well. That's my big goal is to have it do well. Yeah. Uh, well, having something do well, that's always a matter of perspective, right? Sure. For the rock, then it's not yeah. doing well at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. For sure. Having something, just getting something. I mean, out not there, necessarily do what I mean. What I mean by do well is I mean that the people who pick it up enjoy it. Yeah. Whether it sells, yeah, yeah. whether it sells a hundred copies or a hundred thousand copies, you know, um, yeah. just people who the people who read it like it, they appreciate what we did, you know. Yeah. And I think that's a very like accomplishable goal. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. also, like, it's a very like, it's a very like modest perspective because like really that's what it should be all about right like that, yeah. that's i mean kind of when we were talking about the rock that was my problem with the rock is like i feel like everything he does is like it's t- to be a billion dollar franchise there's no real love in it he's just right, like i'll right. put my face on it because pe- this is just like this is vanilla enough for everybody to enjoy right. so it should make a shit ton of money and then I'll do – and I'll just keep doing those and those so that by the end of it I can have you know more money than God. And I don't think it's maybe necessarily I want to become wealthy. I just think it probably just like that's how his barometer for success is instead of like – I would know. like – you know, uh, if I'm talking ego right now, if I'm talking ego, you know, I yeah. would like people to read it and say, oh, yeah, hey, this guy can write. Okay, well, we're already we're we're, we're in trouble. We're I know there. that we're in trouble, we're trouble. you know. But uh, <laughs> I mean, that would be nice, you know, just to people say, "Oh, hey, this, you this know, is a cool idea." Good this job. is yeah, this is a this is a fun idea. I'd be curious to see if you have any more. If you have any more, you know, then what are you gonna do? Tell your tell if your some, stories. What if somebody hits you up and is like, "Hey, Brian, I read this book you did with Tad. We don't know what Tad did, but <laughs> I'd be like, I'd you? be like, I don't know what he did either. Um, <laughs> listen, <laughs> wow." <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Meanwhile, Doc is probably the only one that should be getting real credit. It's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, that would be, I mean, if I'm letting my ego talk, you know, that would be, it would be cool to people to say, oh yeah, hey, uh, awesome. this this guy could be a writer, you know? Yeah. Um, 
I don't necessarily I'm I'm not an ego driven person, so I don't necessarily care. Um, yeah, and I don't. Uh, and if I'm being honest, I don't feel like your your goal is to necessarily be no. a writer. No, because if that were the case, you'd fucking be writing shit all the time, yeah, constantly. And I don't, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, yeah. Maybe 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 I'll get to that point. At, you know, maybe someday in my life, but I'm not ready to. Definitely. I'm not ready to do something like that right now at this point in my life. Um, It'll just be nice to have that kind of validation, though, especially yeah. like as your first project to be yeah. like have somebody go like, dude, I really enjoyed that. A lot. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 Good, and then I would cool say characters. I didn't write, you know, this. I didn't do any of this. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, don't, I don't know. who. I'm not. I don't. It's not. That's not my name. I'm a different Bales. Yeah. Uh, you know, so. But yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to, you know, just. I'm, you know, this is something that you do on a regular basis, but just creating something that people like, you know, yeah, um, that's yeah, got to feel good. I was talking good. with someone about that, of like, cause they were telling me how like they want to be, they want to do something that's really successful that gets a lot of like accolades. Yeah. Like, and I was just like, yeah, but the people that really are that you're going to be competing against don't aren't doing this to get awards. Like they're just doing it because. It was in turn. It was we were talking about comics. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no one on the podcast or anything like that. It was just in term. We were just having a like a conversation, and I was like, "Yeah, but the people that you're saying that you want to like, you you're doing this because you want to get some like notoriety. These people are doing it's just doing it because like they just want to tell stories. Like they, yeah, yeah this is yeah. what keeps them up at night is they got these stories stuck in their head or these ideas, and this is their only way of getting it out. Like you're not going to beat those guys. You know what I mean? Like, or by guys, I mean, yeah. People. Men and women, yeah. Wh- whoever, yeah. Uh, whoever's creating, like you're not like, cause those people that it comes from, it has heart and passion and, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it was just interesting again, you know, like I think those are the kinds of stuff that like you're drawn to, you know what I mean? Like this is stuff that has like real, you, you can tell, like I would say operation blue is a massive extension of like uh, everything we like yes about like the pop culture medium yeah and and then we compressed it into you know i get well what are we at now 50 60 page yeah. story yeah you know and uh yeah I, I think it i think it i think people will enjoy it. i like if they don't like it i don't I, then they probably wouldn't like the show you know <laughs> right right yeah i think i want to do like i i, I you know it, the next thing i want to write is i want to write like a like a crime crime series or something like that you know um yeah you're a big mystery guy i am like that would be- i am yeah but i think it would be it would be hard you know and so i haven't haven't taken the leap yet but that's i think that's my goal there we go i'm call it out i want to write a i want to write a crime series in in 2023 if nothing comes of it, you should start small. You should start small. Do it as like a short story a short, and then yeah, see if you yeah. can expand it. Like, yeah, you know, nothing crazy. Just yeah. like something you would have done in like a college prose class or something. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, I guess if I'm turning the yeah, what about you? Turning the cannon on 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 me. Uh, I my well. I, one of my f- goals is going to be f- is already getting fulfilled. It's already put been put in motion, um, and I can't talk about it too much. But I will be filming a a, a documentary. Yep. This summer, I'll be working on a film production, and I'll be involved in it in multiple facets. Um, 
and uh uh yeah and i'll be yeah uh, that's all i can really say without giving, giving away too much i but, just i uh, want to say i i want i uh, uh i i hope i even i don't want to i don't care if i'm a part of it i just want to come up and watch oh yeah definitely definitely it the business plan that I we just had our first meeting for it. Cool. And the business plan that I set forth is we're definitely going to once it's done, probably you know you're being realistic, 2024. Yeah, yeah. Um, is uh, it'll probably do some like some film festival stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe a few like certain types of conventions or gatherings, uh, depending on how it's viewed. Depending on how all that goes, um, if it does well, I might um, – I'll be pitching for some for distribution. Uh, I've looked into that, and I found some ways that – how people do that, how they get films distributed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, which, you know, everything starts with pretty much an email. The, that's the thing, folks. Is like I think a lot of people, like, limit themselves to what they do because they're like, oh, I can never do it at a professional. It's like, you can. You just have to email people. The other goal – the other big one is I'll be working on um, doing a comic in conjunction with a very, very respectable and amazing toy line. Again, yep. I don't know how much of that I can talk about. Yep, yep. Um, um, And, like, we'll be starting production on that or at least the writing part, like, pretty much now. Yeah. Um. And then we'll be working that out in the next couple months. Um, and like that. So like, those are two big things that I'll be, I'll be knocking off. The other, I guess the biggest thing, I'm that, a little uh, jealous. Biggest thing, I'm a little jealous. Come on, man. It's taking me like 12 years to get to <laughs> 12 years of just uh, grinding. I'm just saying, know? I love, I love filmmaking. So I'm jealous. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's why yeah, I said, I'm coming up. I'm just going to come. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to come watch. I'll, I'll, I'll carry the bags, but. Oh, okay. Well, where we're going, let's just say there's a where we're going. Like, people won't be able to find us for a part of it. I'm pretty sure I know where you're going. I know where you're going. I don't think you do. I'm pretty sure. Well, I I think I've been. We can talk after. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We can talk after. We can talk after. Okay. Because we're getting helicoptered in, dude. Oh shit! That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I goddamn it! I can't talk about it anymore. All right. I I can. I can bleep that out. No, it's fine. It's okay. Fine. Yeah, let's just leave that. It's a nice little like dangling the the bait. Literally you know? with a helicopter. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, um, no. Um. So, I did some pitching this last year. Yeah. And the process was good, um. Uh, but, you know, looking at the paperwork and going through like, uh, there's I had some revelations where like I kind of like. And you see why when people get a successful Patreon, man, they just like mm-hmm. they just run. Yeah, like so. I might. I, I'm I'm really looking into going that route. Cool. Of doing the Patreon and launching that. Like my goal is for Emerald Cities to have that. Like um, basically just launched. Definitely, I think that's um, a good goal. That's really good because yeah. everybody that you and talk like, to. I know, yeah, and I know a lot of people use it for. Like, oh, hey, look, here's my art demos. I wanted to use it for storytelling, just straight up. Yeah. Like, hey, here's graphic novels. You, I, these will probably end up with a publisher at some point. But, like, I'm doing these regardless. Yeah. Um. So here you can read in advance. Here's the, you know. Yeah. And put it for a reasonable paywall. Like, I think I'm looking at, like, $3 um, a month or $4 a month. Like, basically, I view it as, like, a cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah. And my goal would be, you know, basically, you know, having it where, like, I'm posting – 
either having two stories going simultaneously or you're getting two posts a week, you know, and then if I can get build it up enough, then, you know, that's all I'm doing every, sweet. every day. That, I mean, that would be the goal, you know, cause like you see, like we've had guests on here that like, that's all they do and they do fairly well. Like they're very financially, they do fairly well for themselves. Yeah. And, you know, I just look at that and be like, Oh, that's the model. Cause you know, you get those, I'll just be honest, man. When you get those royalty statements from the publisher and then you see like, Oh, this is why when you hear about all these old time comic book dudes, like literally blowing their brains out or like dying of depression. Yeah. Um, it's because you're just getting ham. Like there's no way you can make a profit unless you're selling unbelievable amount of books, but then there's still just, you know, it, and like the way everything's made up, you, you can't, uh, you think it'd be like a very simple to read spreadsheet. Uh, uh-uh. they complicate as much as you can. So like, you know, yeah, it, it's, it's very frustrating. And I don't know that part kind of, that that part I don't really like, and yeah. also because you just see how much money is just, you just yeah you just it's like it, you know what it reminds me of is like when you hear see those documentaries about like R and B singers and stuff who mm-hmm. had huge hits in the nineties, and then you're like oh yeah we sold we went double platinum, um, by the end of it we had a hundred thousand dollars in the bank that was yeah, it. yeah which sounds like a lot but it's like dude the 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 album made a billion dollars and you ended up with a hundred thousand that doesn't even, the math doesn't even add up. It's very similar. Yeah. Um, and so, um, I don't know if I can, if I can get away from that, like it sounds bold. That's a bold statement, but sure. Um, yeah. Or at least make an attempt to, you know, I think I'm going to do it. Do it. I think you should. But yeah, uh, that's, those are my goals for the year. I like it. Yeah. Get a Patreon. So it's just like, me to my the re, to the reader um and I, and then i just yeah i get these two kind of like crazy bucket list type projects rolling and um and hope that they hope that they're well received and that i do a good job for know? sure yeah i noticed operation blue wasn't on your list of goals for the year you son of a bitch well uh, dude it's already in production we'll be done it's fine <laughs> just come on now. come on god already rolling on it Got like the next like ten pages laid out. Didn't even tell you. Oh sweet! I can't wait. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's gonna be great. You'll see. I don't know what we'll have for uh, Emerald City. We'll just have to kind of wait and see. I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping. uh, It'd be nice to have like the first issue done. But if we're that far, then I just say like, oh, we'll just advertise like, hey, like here, follow us. Like we're gonna be doing a Kickstarter at the end of the year. Like get ready. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause that would be that would be unbelievable. Oh my but, gosh, it'd be amazing. Yeah, and then I've got I've got some other projects lined up. Like I'm still I'm I'm still working on First Americans. Um mm-hmm. I'm finishing up uh pelts for um mm-hmm. uh Arc Welder. Um and either they're gonna Arc Welder's either gonna be publishing that themselves or um you know, go with uh a a, a major distributor. So cool. We'll see. Or or just distribute themselves. I don't know, you know. Um they've done some They've got they print up the first issue and just kind of like floated out there just in yeah. small quantities. And apparently it's done really well. Uh That's did great. really well, I guess, over the weekend in Portland. He they dropped off a few um issues in just the like uh shops there, yeah. around, like Floating World, Excalibur, yeah, that type of stuff. And I guess it did really well. Um yeah, people really 
really were digging it, really enjoyed it. I got a bunch of feedback on that's awesome. Uh, Instagram. Yeah, so it's kind of one of those where you're like, when you get that kind of feedback, especially when you've been working on something in the dark for so long, you're like, oh, like, must be doing something, something right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that's how Operation Blue Bead. Yeah. Like, you know, just posting up online here and there. People will dig it. Whenever I, yeah, when it's all said and done and we do, I mean, I don't know. I think it'll be. I, I think we could we we all have a number of options of things we could do. Either go with the traditional publishing house, or just do it ourselves and go to Kickstarter. Which that's kind of where I'm leaning. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with either. I think we'll I think either will be pretty good. So yeah, or or both. You know, fuck yeah. it. You know, fuck do, it. Yeah. I mean, look how it goes. Like you do well enough. That's the thing. Like you do a project well enough, and it 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 generates enough interest online, especially like on Kickstarter, some platform that's now recognizably. Yeah, as a publisher the, wants to the get their industry. hands on it. Yeah, dude, all of a sudden you'll be like, you know, look at look at half of Clover Press's books. They're all Kickstarter projects, you yep. know. Or hell, even IDW, they're doing their creator own thing now. Like, yeah, some of those, I think two of those books started as like just single issue Kickstarter books that they're gonna okay, we're gonna do one of these per year or whatever. That's awesome. You know, yeah. So it, you know, it the industry is, uh, I think, going to. I'm really curious to see how the industry is going to do this year. Me too. Um, because it's kind of, I think slowed down quite a bit yeah this year i know i know it really sales really like came down a lot um so i'm curious to see what the landscape's going to look like uh with some of these other publishing houses that have been kind of quiet you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it'll be really interesting yeah but i don't know what movie I, you know i'm still stuck on your like what movie are you looking forward to i don't fucking know 65 Yes, yeah, uh, definitely. That's probably the movie I'm most looking forward to next year. Um, Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Cocaine Bear. <laughs> no, actually, Indiana Jones. Obviously, that's probably the one I'm most looking forward to next year. But do you want to talk before we before we sign off? Do you want to talk about Indiana Jones? A little bit. We can talk about Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's up to you, man. How are you feeling about it? I feel good. I know you're fired up. I feel good. I, honestly, like I feel good about it. I think they've got. Uh, you know, James Mangold directing, who I think he is an excellent choice based on what he did with Logan. Um, yeah. You know, having a having your aging hero come in for one last hurrah. Um, and I think that, you know, the trailer to those like uh, when they de-aged Harrison Ford, he looked fucking amazing in that de-age. That was so good. Um, like when yeah. you, if you compare it to like uh, the Mandalorian, where they brought in the DH Luke Skywalker, who just looked horrible. Like it didn't matter that he looked horrible because it was awesome, but he still looked horrible. Um, yeah, I mean it was TV versus movie. You know sure, I mean? like it's sure like comparable. But uh, so I'm, I'm, I just, I'm very, very excited and optimistic for that story. I think. Um, I think it's one of those things, uh, you know, it's the Rocky five, you know, where kingdom of the crystal skull is Harrison Ford's Rocky five. And he wanted to come back and (laughs) make, you know, uh, when he made Rocky six, just Rocky Balboa, that movie was great. Um, and, and I think that, I think the same, I think we've talked about in the past. Yeah. That was supposed to be Rocky five was Rocky Balboa. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the same thing is going to happen here. Um, I don't care how old Harrison Ford can play Indiana Jones until he's 110. Um, he is Indiana Jones. Um, yeah. So 
I think my only I think and I we've talked about this probably to death, but my only worry is like anytime they bring these older guys back for these franchises is like as long as they operate within like the confines of like believability. And by that I mean like like they're still they're limited by like I guess the world around like the reality of the world around them, right? Yeah. Um like we can't like if you see Harrison Ford at eighty like sprinting down like a, an alleyway or something and like knocking people out, you know, like then you're going to be like, uh, so okay. my only, but, my only rebuttal is, you know, we know that he's 80 in, in, in real life. I'm curious right. how old he's going to be in the movie. If he's going to play an 80 year old or, I mean, cause he looks good for 80. I mean, he could be, he could play a guy 15 years younger. Um, yeah, but still even like, okay, 65 is still like, you know, the only guy you see, even Stallone has slowed down the action stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and Harrison Ford, let's be honest, he doesn't have the bod uh, yeah, he doesn't, or, the, he, he, or the juice. He doesn't have the juice. <laughs> yeah. He ain't got that Stallone. He's not looking juicy. Um, but like you said, like with, with James, was it Manigold? Did I say Mangold. His last name? Mangold. Um, you know, there's workarounds where you can work that the age like because that was always the thing with indy right like even in the last like or the well not crystal skull but the one before that like they made uh his age like like yeah he, he kind of always had that like danny glover kind of thing like i'm ah, too shit. old for this yeah. yeah 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 and he's like playing and he's 40 and he looked fucking great at 40 he had abs and shit oh he was know? 50 he was 50 47 was he 50? the last was crusade he, he was 47 yeah yeah, and he's—I mean—he looked amazing, and he still know? looks great. I mean, let's be honest. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm with you. I, you know, I agree. I think you know. I just don't want to see him like him karate kicking people and stuff like that. I just don't want to see that shit. You know what I mean? No, because like, it's just—it's like, just ridiculous. I don't like, that think was the they one will. Thing with, yeah, I don't think they will because that was one thing that Scorsese got heat on with, um, uh, what was it called? Oh yeah, movie with uh, De Niro and Joe Pesci. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he de-aged him, but when they were doing the action sequences. They didn't have like stuntmen. They were having them do like they had De Niro like run somebody. I remember watching a part of it and he was like running and it looked like an 80 year old man running. It was like, yeah, yeah. He his face, but it looks terrible. Sure. Like it just, yeah. Sure. I just don't want to see that kind of shit, but like, yeah. And I think, you know, I think if you look at, you know, Harrison Ford coming back in The Force Awakens was the best part of the sequel movies, period. Definitely. And and him as old Han Solo was great. Yeah. And I mean, he still he managed to I think he did a good job with uh, with the action scenes that he was in versus, you know, and played his age well. So I think if they do yeah. that, I think they're I think it'll be great. Well. And I mean, I mean, obviously, we don't know Harrison Ford. We don't know anything what he's like, but. He seems like the type of actor, though, that like if they probably had him doing a bunch of action sequences where he was like punching people out and karate kicking Nazis and stuff, he probably wouldn't do it. You don't see him do a lot of like ridiculous films because that's the thing with Harrison Ford. He's a good actor. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, he's one of those uh, American treasured actors because like. We love his demeanor, right? You know what I mean? Like we love his voice and stuff. It's not necessarily – we don't go to his movies for like the action sequences. You know, like you go to a Stallone movie because you want to see him like, yeah. do crazy action scene. Same with Tom Cruise. You don't really go, you know, for them. Like Tom Cruise is a good actor. Yeah. You're wrong. But you don't go to their movies for, you know, like where with Harrison Ford, you do go to see him. Like we just watched the Harrison Ford movie. Um, I can't remember. It was like this woman – 
it was actually really weird. This woman um, gets in a car accident like in the 20s or something like, or 18, or not, it's like 1910 or something. She gets in a, like a car accident hit by lightning. Oh, and interesting. Then she doesn't age. And so she, in the 70s, is engaged to this guy, and they don't really show who it is, and so she breaks off. I mean, this movie came out 10 years ago, so relax, folks. No spoilers here. Um, so she broke it off, and then finally, like, she's at a point where, like, she's she meets this guy, and he's just sold a business, very successful, and it's current times, right? Yeah. And so she ends up like, well, maybe I'll have a relationship with this guy, even though she's, like, ageless. She's been alive for yeah. over 100 years at this point. And uh, but then when she goes home with him for Christmas, uh, her, the dad is Harrison Ford, and he like has this like, so she's posing as the daughter of oh okay of herself, and then he figures it out because he sees like a scar on her hand that happened yeah. while they were together and stuff, and they met when he like came back from like, I don't know, I think he came back from like the Korean War or something like that. I can't remember. Sure. Maybe maybe they met in the fifties. Sure. Anyways. It was actually good. It was kind of creepy when you think about it because you're like, oh, you fucked the son. Well, it's just, like, like, the just like the last crusade. The it's just like the last crusade. He's coming full circle with Elsa, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it was, um, dude, Harrisport, he stole the show. Like the rest of, course. of the movie was kind of cheesy. Of course. Whatever, it was kind of a bit he of steals a, the show in everything that he's in. So I have. He was so believable as this guy that, like, when he bring, they walk through the front door, right? And he, the son's, like, introducing their family to his girlfriend for the first time, like this gal that he's like madly in love with. And he sees the woman that he was going to propose to that. She like yeah. ditched him. Yeah. Like, you know, like at the park. Yeah. And, uh, he like just, yeah, that sold the movie, like in the movie trailer, that's the part of the movie trailer that sells the movie. <laughs> that was the whole reason why we watched the movie. Yeah, it's just he's a good actor, man. He's well, he's only and the crazy thing, he's only been nominated for an best actor in one move for one movie he's ever done, and that's Witness from like I think it was like 82, 83. Such a good movie, though. Oh, so good. That's crazy. Really, that's the only movie he's been nominated for. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess he kind of does action thrillers, you know, like what about really even like The Fugitive? That was a great movie. Yeah, no, uh, Tommy Lee Jones was nominated for The Fugitive, but not Harrison Ford. Wow. Yeah. Maybe uh, the foreign Hollywood foreign press don't like him or something. Maybe. Or the well, Academy still well, like he, well, he is a grumpy old man, and he has been for about 40 years. So. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't care. He'll tell him the fuck he doesn't, off. He doesn't give a shit. He's, he's cashing yeah. checks, man. Like that was, that was the joke we kept having when we were watching this movie, because like, when he finds out that she's been lying and he confronts her, and I kept going like, uh, punch her out. Come on, punch her out, Indy. Yeah, punch yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, she she fucked her son after she fucked you. Like, punch her out. That could have been his mom. Um, yeah. uh, I will say, so watching the Indiana Jones trailer, and I've seen it like 16 times, um, when when the theme comes and it's playing in a little slow motion, some tears, some tears might have came out of my eyes. Wow, you got more emotional than you did over my my, my painting there for you? Well, you were getting emotional. I could tell. I was. You you're holding it back. It was pretty cool. Um, but yeah. What, oh, one of the funny things is uh, James Mangold has been like shutting down trolls on on Twitter. So somebody really? somebody commented like this. The there's a scene where one of the actors is like in downtown New York with all the flags and stuff out. And somebody was like, wow, that's some really shitty green screen. Like, look at the lighting. And he was like, yeah, bud, we shot this on location. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. 
why is it? I I don't. I mean, I get it. I get why. I I'm always weirded out when guys like that though even waste their time with trolls online, like just yeah, worth your fucking time. Like that that was I think it was most heartbreaking about The Rock is like, yes, we know The Rock's pretty cheesy and we know he'll do anything for a buck, a, a, a buck. Like that's kind of his thing these days. Has been always really, but um, like watching him like watching these guys like double down online. And like try and like justify thing, you know, like yeah. creative choices they made. Like, dude, it you don't have to justify anything. Yeah. It's your project. Fuck if people don't like it, that's on them. Yeah. Fuck them. Exactly. Exactly. Um but anyways, yeah. So I'm <laughs> I'm I'm excited for I'm excited for Indiana Jones. I, I'm I can't wait. Yeah. I can't wait to see to see what they do with it and to see how um see how the story ends, you know, see what, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Do you think, do you think he's going to die? I think they'll kill him off. No, <gasps> I don't. I, so. I don't. And, and the reason I don't is because he loves Indy. He loves what, being Indiana Jones. What if, cause it looks like there might be some time travel or something going on. What? I don't, I don't think it's time travel. Is. I think it's, I think it's flashbacks. Um, God, I hope, I mean, I hope it's not just flashbacks. That would be really hard we'll see. to watch. Yeah. Well, no, I, I I don't think the majority of the movie is in flashbacks. I think that there's a couple of flashback scenes. Okay. Because because it, it would be interesting if they did something with time. That's the one thing they never tapped on. They've they've gone around like supernatural type stuff with yeah. like, you know, with like I the, would be uh, down for if they did time travel. Listen, I am perfectly. It's called Dial of Destiny, so I mean that very much sounds like some sort of time that could be a time travel thing. Um, I just hope they didn't make up. A, I I hope the dial is a real artifact or based in because like that was the one thing that was always kind of cool, right? It's yeah. Like the the uh, what was the first one with the Ark? The Ark um, of the Covenant, man. Ark of the Covenant, like that's something that like, dude. I remember my dad he used to talk about that. Like it was, I mean. You know they still don't know where it is after World War II. Nobody's been able to find it because it's not real. Um, well, it is real. I mean, like it has a rich history. The Ark of the Covenant, like it was a I like mean, an the Bible, artifact. The that's Bible been has a rich about. history, but it's still a piece of fiction. Yeah, but it's been written about by like <laughs> Persians wrote about. For it. sure. Like, no, you, I get what you're saying. You know, yeah. Yeah. Same with like um, the what's it called? Fucking what is it? The, the Holy Christ, Grail, right? Or, yeah, the, the Holy, Holy Grail. Grail. I mean, like that was a thing that like again, it's been written about to death. Yeah. But, you know, nobody really. And, and so it makes you wonder about, OK, did they pick, find another cool artifact? To I hope like so. Base the story? I yeah, think they too. will. I think that they did their research. I think that they looked at um, and I've said this before and I'll say it again. I don't think Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Do I enjoy? I enjoy uh, quite a bit of it. Um, do I think it's a good movie? Uh, not particular. There's parts of it that I just really hate and can't get past. It's but, it's just poorly, poorly structured. Yeah, it, yeah. and it's I, it was kind of structured like a rock movie where it's like, oh, bit. hey, look, here's look how crazy the scene is. Yeah, well, they were having Indiana Jones like do shit that he didn't do in his prime. They, you know, yeah, and, they uh, turned him into like a fucking superhero, like yeah. even like the the nuclear blast thing, or like, oh, I guess we can survive a nuclear holocaust. I mean, listen, I did, our fridges, folks. I did love that scene. I'm not gonna lie, I fucking loved it. it. I thought it was hilarious. Cool. It's just. But then, if you just even like a little iota, sure, of of thought put it, when it, you're like, oh, the Godzilla movies are more believable than this scene. Like, this sure, is ridiculous. And 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 
I, you know, I don't watch Indiana Jones movies to say that because I want something believable. But at the same time, I think that the the you know James Mangold, I think that he probably did his research and looked at why Kingdom of the Crystal Skull didn't do well. Where you know, and and said, okay, I'm not going to make these mistakes. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I wonder. I'm curious if they actually go back and watch the. You have to. The, the weaker movies. Of I think the you series, have to. Or if you just ignore it. I think you have to. I mean, they're you know, um, yeah. who worked? Who directed that? Was that Spielberg? Spielberg, man. He didn't produce it. No, nope, he directed. Weird. Yeah. What happened there? Yeah. Maybe do you think maybe George Lucas was like, no, no. Uh, I get fired. I, I think it's the I think it's the James Cameron thing where you get too high on your own supply and uh, you forget about all of the other people who made those movies who helped make those movies successful. Um, yeah, I mean, Spielberg's been hanging around with like Michael Bay and stuff. So. Well, yeah. And then even, you know, and then even George Lucas. I mean, you forget that his first wife uh, is a really, really big reason why A New Hope was as successful as it was because she reedited the entire movie. Um, didn't she edit the, for the, those first initial three movies? I don't know if she did the initial three, but I know she did a new hope. And then he like left her and like took her credit, took her name out of the credits. <laughs> so, well, yeah, he, well, and he, Lucas was interesting because early in his career, like when he did like American graffiti, and yeah. the, the three star Wars movies, I mean, he was like literally surrounding himself with like the elite story yeah. ma- tellers, yeah. uh, like you know Francis Ford Coppola and Spielberg. They went to film school together. Yeah, movie. yeah. Who? Uh, him and Coppola went to school together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was like, he was like buddying around with like some of the top guys. Like, yeah. it's kind of crazy that he yeah. was able. And I wonder if it's like, oh, when he was like, no, I'm the man now. Uh, Probably. Then all of a sudden. Yeah, you know, because like, unfortunately, ego um, gets in the way of because people don't want to look at things that they do bad. They just say, oh, you don't understand it, you know, because wasn't uh, uh, God, we're really going along this one. That's OK. Um, the because uh, wasn't like like the Ewoks, right? Where like one of those things that like people used to kind of back. That was like the one big disc you could put on Star Wars. You're like, dude, the Ewoks are kind of like what's going on. There's, there? well, there's an age gap. You know, it depends on how yeah. old you were when you saw it, you know? Um, right. Like at, I, at that point it went full, ch- full kids movie. Right. I think, I think that's yeah. the point where it went full kids like, movie. Like as a kid, I thought it, that was my favorite one was the, the last one. I was sure. like, man, this is cool. The Ewok village, all that kind of crap. But then as an adult, you go back and watch it, you're like, dude, yeah, what the fuck? I still Why? love it, it's but just... you're like, this makes no sense, you know? It's goofy as fuck, yeah. Yeah. It's goofy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making, I'm, folks, you can't see, but I'm making, like, I'm jousting Bri with my stick. It's great, and I love it. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then you can forget the Ewok spinoff movies. Oh, oh, dude, yeah, fucking A, man. Um, and the cartoon, don't forget the cartoon. Well, that was why Ewoks were there, because, I, you know, Again, it's that thing. Ego gets in the way. You get high. You get high on yourself, and you know, sniffing your own ass, thinking it smells like roses. And yeah, you, you forget. Yeah. You forget about the people who helped you along the way. I think that that. I think a lot of it also just you kind of lose touch a little bit. Maybe you lose touch, right? and you realize that, like, oh, what I made forty years ago, can I necessarily make that today and still have it be as? So, and maybe, you know, maybe in some instances you can't, you know, I guess if you're looking at Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, if they would have kept it 
uh, more of that classic feel, maybe it would have done better. I don't know. I can't say, you know, we can't go. Unfortunately, we can't go back in time. But uh, maybe in the new indie movie they can. I can't remember anything about that movie except for a few of the goofy scenes and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it was the ending was a little it was was pretty wonky for for it. And I just remember there's a lot of like random things. It was it was stuff popped up all the time. And you're like, what? Why? Where's this come from? Who is this? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Oh, man. The villains were Russians, right? Yes. Cold War. It was Cold War era. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know what I just thought about? Uh, I'm going way full circle back to the beginning of the episode when we were okay. talking about uh um uh James Gunn t- James Gunn and Peter Safran taking over the the DC films I hope that that means we we I hope that means that doesn't mean I hope god damn it I hope that doesn't mean that the Keanu Reeves Constantine Constantine sequel is canceled I still want to see that You know what I bet you it's it's still going to happen I bet you it's still going to happen. You know what? I'm tweeting James Gunn right now, and I'm asking him. Tweet it. Are you tweeting him? Yeah, I'm going to tweet him. Be be careful. You might get blocked. Well, I'm going to be – I'm respectful. No, I just mean by Elon. If he just doesn't – if he's like, no, we don't need a Constantine movie. I know, right? (laughs) Hey, James Uh, Gunn, are we still getting uh, Keanu – Constantine sequel. I hope so. I hope so. Should I say PS I love you or just leave it at that? No, that's weird. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I'm kidding. PS I have a poster of you in my room. I don't. I don't. I mean, I like James Gunn, but yeah, I think he does cool movies. I, I do kind of feel sorry for guys like James Gunn or um, what's his name? Uh, oh, gosh. Who's the New Zealand director that does uh, all the take films? Taika Waititi? Waititi, yeah, because the expectations for them to do a certain thing are like, okay, we want Thor Ragnarok. We want Gardens of the Galaxy. Yeah. We want that vein. And so... I think it kind of uh, now they like they had a couple big hits, like really, really big. And so I think now it's like, yeah, people are like, oh, all they do is comedy. And then the other is like, yeah, but like we're only going to pay you to do right. a certain kind of comedy movies. We're only going to give you, you know, like, yeah, like I, I it's amazing that what what's his name? Uh, what TT was able to do. Um, everybody's sleeping on fucking Jojo Rabbit still. I still haven't um, like, seen that. I need to watch it, dude. You gotta watch. You're gonna cry. It's really. I mean, I, I mean, I, I cry at everything. It's like, I would say it's as good as his movie Boy. Oh wow! Which most people, most people probably don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Look that up, folks. If you're really a fan of his work, it's good. It's I mean, Reservoir uh, Reservation Dogs made me cry. That last episode, a couple of those episodes made me. Yeah, and you were kind of a little like, ah, man, like it's really uh, kind of well, missed its mark. They set all this stuff up and didn't do anything with it, and then they did. And then and they did. Great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, I I, I can good. admit when I'm wrong. So, well, we also uh, it was weird. Like there was a couple of weeks where they didn't have any episodes, so, so we thought it was, it was done. done. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. so they didn't finish up any of these plot lines. Okay, that's weird. Um, I still think they did. They moved away. They went away from the kids too much in the season. Um, 
I, I didn't mind that just because they were hinting at all these other people's lives in this community, this small community. And I wanted to like, as a, I guess as a, a viewer, I wanted to know, like the parents had a lot of baggage, like these yeah, kids, yeah. they were, they were an extension of their parents. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And wh whether it was good or bad decisions that the parents made. And I thought it was nice that we got to see that. Like when they went to the conference episode, like, I know you didn't like that episode cause it got away from the kids. Yeah. That was one of my favorite episodes. I don't I think like, it was a bad, it wasn't a bad episode. You know, no. I don't think any of the episodes were bad. I just, you know, and again, what the hell do I know? You know, I was just, well, my, just my opinion. Yeah. My opinion was I wanted to see more of the, I thought they went away from the kids too much and yeah. Hey. Yeah, it's understandable. They had they they really kind of made you think that the story was going to one direction, and they kind of just like mm -hmm. brought it all to a screeching halt. And I, I think they kind of like maybe that was like one of the weaker points is like um, yeah. the way they did it just was super abrupt. Yeah, and there was no build up. Well, it was like it I was, did like it was like oh she was just back, but it, the way that, there was no setup. Exactly. Like oh she's back. Exactly. You know, it was just like she's, oh she's back. Oh hey what's up? Okay. Um, grandma died grandma my, died my grandma died and now yeah. we're all friends um which that episode was oh really hard yeah you know what episode i actually cried on was um the episode where the roofing episode oh dude yeah that At the was end, when yeah. he was when they were talking about like when the guy was talking about his son yeah about daniel shit. yeah 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 and he was with because you know daniel's best friend was working with him and uh on the roof yeah and, bear. uh yeah man that fucking got me i don't know it hit me and it was just too per it like hit me just too personal mm -hmm. you know oh just mm -hmm. too too rough because i remember like i was right at that age when that kind of shit happened for sure and so so it was just like oh god really guys no don't go down this road oh i'm getting so emotional here stop it <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah man that was a good show but anyways i i think like the I feel uh, sorry for these guys. These, some of these directors, they have huge success. I guess it goes to all like creators, right? Artists and uh, musicians and all that kind of stuff. They do one thing and people really like it. And then like, that's all anybody wants. And it's sure. like, you're not allowed. You're, you're never, no one's going to give you the keys to do something else. You sure. Know? Yeah. Um, but. Anyways, I think we're running long. Um, it's getting late <laughs> Dude, for yeah. me and uh, I'm going to take us home. Do it. Take us home. All right, Tiger Cubs. Uh, whatever, whatever you celebrate, if you celebrate at all, we wish you a happy holidays. And insert whatever you celebrate because holidays. You, holidays. Happy, you know ha what? Happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy everything. Um, Tomorrow's winter solstice. Yeah. Happy, happy winter, everyone. Yeah. Happy winter. Absolutely. You um, you know, hope you hope you spend time with people you love. Uh, and around folks that you care about and that care about you. Um, we care about you here at Blue Tiger Revenge. And, uh, you know, I hope that you care about us enough to subscribe to, <laughs> to the Patreon or to the, wow. to the Substack. Wow. God. <laughs> Who is this? Liver King giving an apology? What is uh, happening? I lied. That was a lie. I said that we cared about you. I said that. Um, subscribe. Subscribe that I want you to subscribe and and to the to the nine primal truths uh to the nine tiger truths oh sh dude we got to make a tiger truth t-shirt fuck uh, uh anyway notice that guy's disappeared not to oh dude I haven't seen anything about him lately gone good um 
but yeah, you know, if you if you want to subscribe to the Substack, if you want to download the app and use the chat feature to connect with us, that'd be really awesome. You know, if you want to share it with your friends, uh, you know, read Operation Blue, check out everything that we that we do. Uh, that's all on our Substack, bluetigerrevenge.substack.com. Um, you know, you can email us bluetigerrevenge at substack.com so we're you know we're all we're all in on substack we love it over there we hope that you guys come on this journey with us over at substack it's a free subscription doesn't cost you a thing um the only thing it costs you is time and that's it actually takes away time because anytime we have a new episode you just get an email so it's no time at all for you no time commitment I feel like no we're 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 the ones that are spending time. That's right. costing us time. They just, you can enjoy them. You just get enjoy pure, pure, yeah. pure, fresh, frothy tiger milk, uh, gallons of enjoyment for you all. Merry Crimbus, everybody. There Merry it is. Merry Crimbus. There it is. Um, I'm just, you know what? I'm just going to leave it on that note. And that is all I have. Tad, do you have anything else? Yes. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area and you, want to visit some cool comic shops like floating world excalibur maybe cosmic monkey i don't know but only one way to find out only one way to find out but you can get a very very limited limited uh number of copies of pelts number one have been kind of like floated into the stores test dropped if you will Ooh. but they're there there's they're there well there's there and there's also a few number ones of Kaiju Libre. If you want to check them out, you want to support uh, the new company that I'm working for. Dude, he should have came comics. up here and dropped some off at my comic shop. Did he really? No, he should have. Next time, tell him, tell him to do that next time he's around. Well, we're almost done with the project, so uh, oh, well, you know, just have to get Lacy Lacy Comics. What's Olympic Olympic Cards and Comics, man. Olympic Cards and Comics, just order some. From I the will. Site. I'll tell him. That's what we'll do. I'll tell him. Yeah. But uh, yeah, go check them out. Um, like I said, there's only a limited quanti- like quantity that are in the shops, but they're there, um, and I think and that they're not in many shops. So yeah, if you're a collector, it could be worth something down the road, or just support some in- cool indie books. We worked our asses off on them, and we are still working our asses off on them. So that's right. Uh, yeah, check them out. And if not, we will have um, we'll have them at Emerald City Comic Con. So exactly 2023 there it is there it is yeah come find us in emerald city comic-con um all right dad uh what time is it uh merry christmas man